Hey everyone, and it's uh, another week, another bye week. I always do this every time, so now that another week is another bye week. Uh, you always but, do. It's, yeah. It's, it's normal. It's, it's okay. normal. Yeah, it's, it's normal. Uh, bye weeks aren't that normal. But that's what we decided to do with because we're cool at Chuchigatri, Unlimited Trainworks, the video game Juju anime yeah. podcast. Uh, here with me this time around, you won't believe it, but it's Elvie. It is. I don't believe it either. <laughs> it's John. <laughs> Hello. I was dragged out of my cage in t- to perform on this show. Whoa. What cage was that? What do you mean, what cage? You, Society? You all, you all know that I am kept in a locked cage unless I am uh, performing on some sort of podcast. Oh, yeah, that's podcast. true. That is yeah. true. You, luckily, the switch is portable and can fit through the bars, so... Yeah, yeah. that's it works. That's that's why I'm like playing Fire Emblem and nothing else right now. So. Valid. <laughs> uh, and Trixie is also here. Hello. You know, if you just watch anime every week, you're basically uh, here with Chuchigatari every week. That's true, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, at any point, but they can't see. Is it, we could just make our, like, picture for the podcast if we had a picture still. Like, we would just put a random picture just pointing every week. Could you imagine if a podcast do that? I'd be horrified. It's <laughs> like a guy pointing or whatever. Yeah. There, it's so, I remember there was a thing that people would do with podcasts for a while. I don't know if I don't know how they did it, but they would set it up so depending on, like, each segment of a podcast, it would have a different picture. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know how you do that, but we could (laughs) have... We we kind of figured it out. Yeah, we could have just had it, like, when you said NU, just for, like, that second. It's just, like, it changes to a pointing, like, (laughs) the (laughs) pointing finger, like, the one that everyone uses. Yeah. Yeah, everyone would shit their pants. (laughs) It'd be horrifying. I mean, tis the season. I keep. That's true. It is the season. Yeah, oh. this episode's coming out on Halloween. Yeah, cool. For, for I, patrons, at least. Yeah, I haven't cool watched patrons. It. Cool patrons only. Yeah, you're right. Um, I haven't uh, watched any Halloween anime yet. I have to say, so I'm like, at. We talked about this before. I guess we watched Flying Witch, which is witch, e. Yeah. So. Yeah. Got that it, out of the way a, a little. It's a good show to talk about during October. You know, it's a it's a it's a relaxing fall show. It's not really a spo- spooky spooky uh, like what? It's not yeah, really a spooky show. I guess we got to watch another or something. Um, no one should watch another. Actually, I'm no just one saying is the that. scariest anime to mankind. <laughs> it's the only horror anime that anyone talks about in animes. I've noticed. Like, what, they always reference the umbrella thing. Um, <laughs> anyways, it's been years. <laughs> It's been so long. I was in high school. I know. Um, uh, anyways, important announcement time. Um, even though we're all here this time, next time we will be down one member. Uh, oh, shit. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, because, unfortunately, Trixie will be parting ways with us. Amicably, we're not, we're not like kicking her out or anything. Otherwise, she wouldn't be here at all. Uh, do you think people yeah. do that on podcasts though? Unrelated? Do you think like they bring them on and then like immediately after the show they're like, "Get the fuck out of here"? Like, do you think anyone's oh, sure. ever done that? It's gotta I be mean, at least one. I mean, I know that like, 
I hope I hope that they don't listen to this and like they're like, huh, you know, maybe we should hire somebody from Chuchigatri, and then they listen to this and they're like, fuck them. <laughs> I, I just I just know that like the people from Anime News Network, like the the like married couple that were on that podcast, like got divorced and oh, still, yeah. still mm. like recorded a couple of episodes oh, while they were like man. in the process of getting divorced. That's yeah. Rough. That's like when they're like, Oh, we can still be friends though, right? That's what that is. Like but then well, you realize so. no way. <laughs> I mean, it's it's rough because like one of them was the other one's boss. Like, oh, jeez, oh, yeah, that's even worse. It's real rough. That's painful. Uh. <laughs> I'm just thinking about that. I'm like, oh, I like I watched that movie. That's that scary movie, Hereditary. Yeah, and that's like a lot more of like just like stressful situations. That's what I'm getting right now. I'm feeling like that's happening to me right now. <laughs> that's like, scary. Oh no, uh, Hereditary of podcasts. Well, yeah, like, second that. secondhand like workplace anxiety like, yeah like worse life anxiety sister. it's just yeah, like what? <laughs> oh, oh wow. i wonder who initiated it that's even scarier to think <laughs> oh and that's like a whole anyways level. we're burying the lead here anyways trixie if you <laughs> want to you can we're talk not about bad talking them it's just yeah we're just stressed uh, it's, out it's just an example <laughs> empathizing oh <laughs> trixie you can listen to them too as well, you listen to us, but we're just saying that that was a thing, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not saying, so fuck those guys, right? Like, Jesus Christ. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember listening to that and just being like, oh. Like, yeah, that like, sounds <laughs> horrifying. Oh, my God. All right, yeah, but yes, Trixie. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Here's your glorious send-off that John talked about. Um, <laughs> uh, you, you can talk about anything you want. Say anything you want. This is your opportunity. Oh, Tell people to watch literally any anime. I'm giving you free reign this episode to do whatever the fuck you <laughs> oh, want. Oh, shit. Okay. I've, I wish I prepared for this better then. Oh, jeez. You have a uh, whole episode. You can think about it if you want. You can just sprinkle in. Like you yeah, can just... I'll just sprinkle in the recommendations. Yeah. Uh, uh, watch Aria because it's chill and gorgeous and oh, yeah. uh, very pretty. Uh, very good uh, in the summertime, but, you know, it's never a bad season to just uh, go down to some tropical uh, Neo-Italy style place and just uh, have a nice time. Yeah. Uh, it's one of the only shows I've watched where literally every single episode through the series made me cry, uh, if that says anything. Wow. Yeah. It's it's surprisingly emotional as well. Uh, I can't recommend it enough. Uh, Please watch. Mahiro Kazumi's not in that one, but you know they can all be winners. <laughs> if we if we judged an anime by that, I think unfortunately the anime that would fulfill that uh, thing would not the best, not one, the best yeah. example to yeah. Mm. Oh well. Oh well. Maybe next year. Maybe. Please, I hope. They'll do Ultra Despair Girls two. And this time it won't be bad, and it'll be Mahiru and like I don't know, uh, Sonia. There She's you go. She's just a mom to all of the kids. In yeah, that game. that's true. So she would serve well in a new game. With Hell yeah! Hopefully not children. I don't know. Let's. I mean, that that game. Oh god, I can't even get started on that. Yeah, game. might be here all podcasts. Wrong podcast, and just it's bad. Not a good one in reference. I'm sorry that I brought it up at all. Really, I just. <laughs> I've been thinking about it recently. It's not good. Um, no. All right, yeah, I'm going to give you any time that I come. You can even pipe up yourself. Just 
fucking throw out anything you want as we go through our usual show. Heck yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I'm going to start with the one that I think is our hottest topic that we were all waiting for. Oh, uh, boy. This, this time. <laughs> Dr. Stone, huh? Uh, <laughs> Dr. fucking Stone. Uh, so, I, I have something that's been bothering me ever all right. since I caught yeah, up please. on it. It's, yeah, yeah. So, there's so many issues wrong with Dr. Stone, but the one that gets me, and I think probably the most glaring uh, issue, is wh- how how do they justify Senku's dad not being his biological dad? <laughs> Why did they even bring <laughs> it up at all? <laughs> it's it's just so it's so like they have the same hairstyle and yeah. mannerisms and everything. Like the same hairstyle. They like, talk the same. They have the same dumb catchphrase, even. It's... Because they're going to get into some sort of... In the, you, you say this now, but when the spinoff comes up, they're going to go into a real nature versus nurture discussion, and he'll look like the fool then, let me tell you. Oh, he'll be they have, real deep and philosophical. Yeah. No, but I'm totally with you, because I was just like, man, this is... <laughs> such a wild thing that they just insist on like really lingering on like yeah. they, they say it like three times um but yeah yep. a lot has happened <laughs> yeah the the newest episode of dr stone was a fucking train wreck like i don't yeah. know i i cannot understand how someone could just sit down and watch that and be like yeah this is great like this this makes a lot of sense and i'm not just sitting here being like why are they choosing to do this like so they give like a backstory about why the village is named after Senku, basically, and it's because it's named after Senku's dad, because he was an astronaut, and him and a couple of other people were up in the International Space Station when the petrif- petrification happened, so they didn't get hit by it. So they landed on Earth, and basically they founded that village by just basically reproducing with within that group of people like there were like six of them and it's just so stupid it's so stupid yeah like i the, guess the, the, the concept actually i personally think was interesting and then it just kind of went downhill when they yeah. started going like like the idea of like <clears throat> oh the idea of like their survival in space like that's like cool like i think it's like oh, geez, then what is this thing? You know, it really raises the mystery of, like, what the hell is the petrification thing? And, like, I think the other baffling thing, too, about the whole petrification thing, which is another problem with the show, but maybe it will make more sense, but, like, the idea that it really only affected humans and a specific species of swallows, I I don't know. Like, it didn't touch animals for some reason, but I guess they'll go into that if they explain it at all. But, um, But, yeah, it goes downhill because when you... As much as this show wants to push, you know, you, you know, it's still a fantasy, fantasy sci-fi show, like, you know, whatever. You know, it's still like a very, it's a show still very mystified and something that is not really rational in reality if you try to really stretch out the things they do. But I think the coolest thing about Dr. Stone is like, you know, when they try to like uh, present something as possible, like, you know, when they were trying to make food or like, yeah, we can make bombs out of like this, you know, stuff like that. Like there, there is like room for, like, suspension of disbelief, or, like, okay, yeah, this is possible, and hence why they have to put that disclaimer at the end of every episode, because there is some sort of reality and thought put to this. The whole thing about, like, 
them reproducing and basically having enough project progeny to sustain a village for almost 4,000 years doesn't make sense. Um, so one of the things that obviously happens is that eventually this, the group of astronauts die out with Senku's father being the last remaining of the original group. Um, you know, and it begins with how like two of them go off to find more resources or even possibly survivors, etc. And then they die, you know, it's just presumed they die at sea, going by boat, etc. But then then one of the one of the astronauts gets sick um, with pneumonia, and she <laughs> dies within a couple of days. Now, what other character had pneumonia? Ruri, who apparently was chronically ill with pneumonia for almost two decades of her life, yet she has lived up to this point. Nice. <laughs> when you say and, it like that, it's really incredible. Again, I just think about that. And which was, you know, justified by them saying like, oh, because of the hot spring, like, you know, she she has. Oh, it sucks for the astronaut crew. They did not find that hot spring water because they could have just lived forever then, you know. Yeah, what dumbasses. Yeah, and then you know, eventually the the last remaining man dies off because he basically caught pneumonia too. I think that's what the implied because he got sick. And then Senku's dad just ends up living for who knows how long, kind of being the remainder of it's the. Because he washed his damn hands. Fashion. That's what I bet. Yeah, he's he's, he's <laughs> he <old laughs> shit, and he's yeah. still alive. Yeah. It's a metaphor for society. But yeah, like, they tried to flesh out something that could have been interesting and, like, raise more, like, questions in a way that's like, oh, yeah, I want to... But now... It, but then yeah. it just got stupid. It just got stupid. Really Here's necessary. my thing, okay? So they land on this island. It's uninhabited. But it is... They missed... They said they missed um, the, like... Uh, they were landing in South America, right? That's where they right. were going? Yeah. So, yeah. So they missed that by uh like they, they only said like it was like only like a c- couple dozen kilometers or something like that that's not that far for a boat i'm going to say that right now yeah it's not, not that far for a boat why did they all decide on the shitty island to just start fucking and shit instead of <laughs> instead of like going somewhere else like why were they like yeah let's just start society here instead of like going to the mainland and also I'd like to add, why did they then go to Japan further down the line? Oh, actually, I think they were intending to land in South America, but they were off and landed near Japan instead. That's a lot of distance to mess up. It's like, (laughs) I don't know what convoluted explanation they had for it, but it was something dumb. Well, either way, they should have left. Yeah. And gone somewhere else, because, like... That was the stupidest thing they could have done. I'm going they to say right have, now. Yeah, like, they should have just... considered traversing and going to places where, where, like, 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 you know, find us, you know, find a place where it has been inhabited. Like, you know, it might be still a little too far. I don't know. They're like in the middle of nowhere, like in the wilderness. Well, then, but how did people Japan, do it further down the line? You know, that's what I yeah, mean. Like, yeah, if they were in Japan, and like they could have at reached some point, reached a point where there was still like all the untapped like buildings and st- you know like where yeah. where, 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 where technology could have possibly been revived instead and, like, they just that- let it all die because they were saying <laughs> they were horny that gets me about that yeah. is that the one time they do decide to venture to japan for medicine is during a storm one yeah day. yeah, yeah. yeah they're like oh we gotta go yeah and the two Which doctors is, the doctor yeah. couple nonetheless yeah they love both the doctor <laughs> well it's not so like they could do shit about pneumonia kids. so they were like, you know, watch our kids for us. And I'm like, shit. 
shit. I, I, w- wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm surprised. Don't you think that there would be like some kind of antibiotics on the space station that they could have taken with them? I, John, I don't know. No. I don't know what was on the don't ship. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> it's not like they're stocking a space station for with supplies for like a year or something. That would be stupid if they did something like that. <laughs> no, I'm saying you're right. I'm sorry for being sarcastic. Like, no, yeah, it's no, really stupid. no. I, I know, I know. I'm just saying, like this, this show, like it's so convoluted. And the thing is that, like. They're making these convoluted backstories for stuff that we don't have to know. Like, <laughs> yeah. like we did. Like they didn't have to name the fucking village after Senku's dad. They didn't have to make them all the descendants of Senku's dad because then they have to go. Oh, Senku's dad is like isn't his biological dad because they, we don't want this to be some weird incest thing. A, even though it's like four thousand years later, <laughs> and B. They didn't have to make them the fucking descendants then. Like, my <laughs> they thing, been completely unrelated. My biggest thing is that this is something that my roommate said to me, in, and that I agreed, which was that w- before the the last episode aired, um, when they landed in this, whenever they when the space station stuff happened or whatever, uh, we were thinking like, okay, so was there like a second burst of the stone thing that was weaker or something? Like, did they get down there and then get frozen for like two thousand years or something? And that would be, like, more reasonable to line up with all the stuff. But, no. Like, the way that it is right now is completely unreasonable. Like, 3,700 years with, like, at the very least, some knowledge of, like, modern-day society. And they, they are still like that. They know what divorce is, though, at least. So there you go. Yeah, they know the institution of marriage for some reason. <laughs> and, and to esta- keep the patriarchy, yeah. <laughs> like, Senku's dad failed to, like, end sexism. I don't know. Like, he just, I, I, he just the, not somehow... Look like, at that motherfucker. You tell me he's not a misogynist. <laughs> <laughs> the, the craziest thing, the craziest thing is there's... Because Senku's dad writes down, I think it's, like, the, the hundred... What I don't remember. It was like a hundred. He wrote down like a hundred tales or something. Yeah, hundred tales. Hundred tales. He wrote down a hundred tales to like pass down these concepts, and one of them was like about rocks because he wanted someone (laughs) to learn about rocks so he could learn about chemistry. And he's like, "Oh, someday someone will care about rocks." With between then and when Senku is woken up. 3,700 years, nobody gave a shit about fucking rocks, and then all it's... of a sudden, Chrome gets born, and he's like, I love rocks. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right, it doesn't, like, like the author had no fate in humanity, <laughs> like, thinking about yeah. this time set. The Renaissance happened in the 1400s, so, like, at any point in 3,000 years, someone, some sort of new new philosopher could have been born, and yet, like, how long was humanity that suppressed? I, I think, like, what so happened? Here's what I'm going to tell you right now. I think based on, I, I can identify some degree the politics of the author of Dr. Stone, uh, based on how they talk about Sukasa and stuff like that, and how they're using Sukasa in the story. I think they are very of the mind that, like, oh, no, we need great men to elevate society or something like that. Like, I think that is very much their ethos and mindset. Yeah. Because, like, the way that Sukasa's Sukasa's like, c- concept is not bad on the surface, I think, especially in the modern society of, like, why would we wake up the old people who fucked up the world, right? Like, it's like, sure. And obviously, he goes extreme. But yeah. it's like... 
that author is basically just saying like anyone who talks like this is a horrible monster, right? Like it's it's like they have to justify why Sukasa's bad, so they yeah. just make him an indiscriminate murder. Exactly. Is, it, it lines up well with the uh, politics of the show, I guess. Yeah. But it's still like in it's oh the show. <laughs> yeah, it's frustrating because there are parts of it that I genuinely enjoy and like laugh at and stuff like yeah. that but then there's just like this weird like i don't know it's when they my favorite it's con it's 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 funny that my favorite parts of the show are when they explain what they're doing but then my least favorite part of the show is when they explain what's happening <laughs> if you know what i mean <laughs> like yeah like uh, they have a really bad like overarching narrative skill set i guess like they're just not very well equipped for any of this stuff it really feels like it's all being written on the fly instead of like you know something thought ahead like planned yeah, in advance totally. like right like the relationship with his dad which again we all theorized was a last minute editor's choice to avoid it was some weird so like, bad like when this opening changed and he's just there now it was just like uh-huh <laughs> Despite being a ghost in the beginning, remember, like, he was just, right, like, grayed yeah, out and stuff covered. like that? Yeah. yeah, he was treated as, like, an incidental character we'll never see again. And now he's, like, important all of a sudden, where it didn't feel like that was an intent early on. Remember Senku's friends? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, the, they're gonna... <laughs> apparently, uh, the next episode, we we'll might see, like, Sukasa's army and stuff, so hopefully we'll get Senku's friends back again. Maybe. I hope so. Uh, why are Magma and that weird 40-year-old man allowed back in the village after everything they did? <laughs> why are they still in the opening? Why are they alive? Why are they yeah, why are they in the opening? You I don't know. Like it. Yeah, like, I really thought, like, based on that opening being changed and Magma being there, I thought, like, there was going to be some, like, continuing arc or something with, like, the thing. But no, like, everything seems resolved. They're probably just going to be, like, comedy characters where they show up in the background or something, and they're like, shut up, Magma. killed shut someone. Up, man. Yeah. But that's funny. <sighs> yeah, but he got owned, so it's okay. He got owned. You're right. It's okay now. Yeah. That whole arc was a disaster. <laughs> it was. That whole tournament arc was a <laughs> it was, goddamn disgrace. It was disgrace. much longer than it needed to be. Yeah. I, it was just like... Uh, you know, it was just me eagerly waiting. Oh, so Arno's two friends. Okay, like, when are we going to check that? <laughs> and we never did. And I guess we, we were finally probably going to get around to that. But it was just, like, they're def the, the store, like, Dr. Stone definitely has weird, um, like, like weird, well, overall storytelling issues, right? We, we, we went through them pretty much. Like, it, it definitely feels like there, there hasn't been, like, second thought or, like, things were not planned accordingly in the way we are in the way they were supposed to be so right it's now like a lot of these new ideas or things being changed like as things are going along so now a bunch of the other things are not making sense so again it feels like initially um yeah you you um yeah taiju and the girl i forgot her name um that's how long she's been gone <laughs> headphones girl um like i feel like they were yeah they were supposed to be stretched out much longer we're supposed to see more time with it and i'm sure at some point there was like oh yeah we're gonna see other humans that survived or like whatever and like the village might eventually come up but like their stay their stay and leave was kind of abrupt too you know like like senku being literally like you know like oh yeah just trusting them to go over with this horrifying like guy <laughs> and expecting them to live through that you know that's that's very strange and now we have this like huge focus on like 
now does another cast of characters, but then, like, what's going to happen to them once this arc is finished, you know? Like, is yeah. that just going to now be forgotten again? Like, you know, is there, there's, like, no good, like... There's, like... It's it's very insu- it's insular, you know? Like, every... every like the two arcs we've seen so far, it's very insular. It's like as the, it's like the only recurring thing we see so far is like Senku with the yeah. main character, which makes sense. But then it's now like, why is there no reference? To, I mean, he, he he's kind of an asshole, right? He's kind of an asshole, but like, why is there no reference to them? Like, why is he not thinking about what they're doing? Why Man, is Sukasa suddenly? Why is Sukasa suddenly not a threat? Like, you know, that's that was that was very strange too. You know, like by now, yeah, it's like now he's not a threat, but then I guess he's coming back again because, as indicated by, here's a legitimate question: What does it take to destroy the Stone People? Because they seem to be in just various states of decay, but some of them are just completely fine and standing upright. Hmm, I, I, I guess uh, the implication is that if you, like, tore off their heads or something, like Tsukasa showed Senku before, they just, like, assumed to be dead. But even then, like, they didn't get into it, so I assume it's just hand-wavy. Oh, they die if they lose their body parts or head or whatever. But, like, what does it take to remove them? Because, like, something that struck me is so Senku got frozen standing up in that building, right? Yeah. He was standing yep. up, and then all of a sudden, like when it cut to another scene, like I don't know, like a hun- like twenty years later, he's down on the ground, completely mm-hmm. far away from wherever he was. Like what happened? And Very he was fine. Oh. Uh, it was his counting that gave him strength. Oh, okay. Right, his I- counting of three thousand seven hundred years, <laughs> as you, as as that kept him conscious. Yes, normal him from falling on the floor, though. Mm-hmm. From snapping completely. <sighs> I think this 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 author needs to just realize that maybe there are more than one or two cool people in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I it's uh... yeah. All right, that's enough of. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've I've had enough thinking about this fucking show. Oh, <laughs> I'm still gonna watch it because I just yeah. need to know what the fuck happens with this goddamn. Yeah. Uh... Who's who's gonna get a medicine money shot next? Who's gonna ha- have to? It, it, who else is related for no reason? Like, let's let's do it. Come on, let's do it, folks. Oh my god! It turns out that Magma is Sukasa's brother from. Oh fuck! There's here's another Danganronpa magician who's a rival magician. <laughs> oh, no, no, I, I, that would be yeah. good as hell. No, actually. no, yeah, that more weird characters. That's what. Yeah, yeah, we need more Danganronpa magicians. They're, they're, they're not focusing on the weird characters enough. That's another yeah. problem. Like, that he comes old man. In, yeah, right. What the? What? He seemed important. What happened? He's buff and weird. He seemed like he knows a lot of information. Why is he thrown out the window? We should be confronting this wise old guy who probably has seen some shit. And probably knows a lot of things. Senku even said, like, this guy probably knows more than me about some stuff. And I'm like, yeah, what happened? Yeah, <laughs> yeah sorry. Are you going to talk to him? Are you, is he going to? Where is he? What happened to him? Any episodes now, I just expect them to say, oh, by the way, Senku and Chrome, they're just directly related. Yeah. Like, I'm sure they'll find a way to make that happen. Oh, my gosh. We really are brothers for cross generations. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Why did they have a grave for Senku's dad at the village that existed 2,000 years after he died? Well, it it was just like a rock and like a character on it, so I assume... Why would anyone remember him? 
It's not like he was Jesus. I, I guess, guess he to, is Jesus to them. That's another fucking thing, is that when he died, there was, like, almost no adults and, like, almost yeah. kids. How does society... Sur- mm. It would be fucking, uh, what's it called? The Lord of Flies, immediately. Yeah, yeah. Those kids would go off the shits, again, and again, as... As inconsistent as pneumonia has been depicted, <laughs> one, of, one of them would have died from the common cold. I feel like just something yeah. fucked up. Yeah, like, it's a, yeah, oh, right, well, let's go back to the first or second episode. <laughs> Those fucking lions, the they, they almost murdered the lions. Were they oh, lions? the lions, yeah, what? <laughs> they almost, there are beasts apparently roaming about. Those children would have died. I didn't think about that. There are like zoo creatures all yeah, over the Japan zoo, the joke now. about the, the joke about, oh yeah, the zoo animals are now like feral again, and they just got unleashed because a hum- human oh humanity's my God. dead. Those children would have been dead. They had no reference for hunting skills. They had no, no reference. Yeah. <sighs> this uh, bunch sucks of bullshit. <laughs> yeah, this sucks. I don't like this at all. The more I think about it, the worse it gets. Uh, <laughs> You know what, uh, what else is, uh, ridiculous? The fucking, uh, Orisuki show, which they called the cuck anime last time. Oh, yes? <laughs> so this just, this one just sort of keeps going. Oh, it gets worse, So I'm no, sure. So they resolved. Oh, wow. No one hates each other anymore. They're all friends again. Oh, nice. Uh, it's just, nothing happened. I don't, they're setting up even more drama now, though. With separate entities, because the person who made this show just thinks that every person in the world is a sociopath and, like, can't act normally. And if they, like, don't act like an absolute depraved animal, they're acting like a specific trope. And it's just like, I'm sick of it, man. Go go away. I just want normal people. (laughs) Yeah, I I know someone else watching the series, and they're, you know, they're watching it with the lens of, like, oh, this is, like, an extreme parody of, like... But then it's like the way everyone has been negatively describing it, it doesn't sound like it's a good parody, no, you know? No, not it at all. It sounds like, yeah, because I think for a good parody to exist where, like, everyone is deplorable, you need to have, like, the second, you need to have the context of, like, oh, yeah, there's something to reference them again. I don't know, like, you need to have the juxtaposition of, like, oh, there's normal characters in the setting to compare them to, but that doesn't even seem to be the case. It's like, it seems like there's a There's no one normal, yeah. Yeah, it seems like a miserable viewing experience where I don't so, know how I can... let me tell you what happened, okay? So, in the last one or whatever, there's this glasses girl who was like, I know the true side of you or whatever, that you're twisted to yeah, the she main likes boy. Yeah, she likes she him likes being him. fucked up. Yeah, it's yeah. like, what? Oh. But then she reveals the real reason she doesn't like them, or that she likes him, is because she knows that even though he's twisted, he's really a good person, because uh-huh. he's apparently in love with his best friend, even though he refuses to say that. And she one day saw him waiting outside with 30 hot dogs for his for his friend outside of a baseball stadium. Because everyone keeps talking about this fucking baseball stadium in the show. <laughs> like this one baseball game where the two girls Is said it... they fell in love with this dude. Because he was crying in the hallway bef- uh, during the big game. Is this secretly a baseball series? Like, no, 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 like... no. It's just this one game. It's just this okay. one game. And she said, game. she said, on that day of the baseball game, I saw you waiting outside. With 30 with your, hot dogs. For your friend with 30 hot dogs. Oh my god. Waiting for your friend, because you loved him so damn much, or whatever. And it's just like, it's like, yeah, that's the true him. He just loves his friend. And it's just like, but then it's revealed like his friend was like a sociopath who was like manipulating the whole situation to tear him down, or whatever. 
but he's still like, I want to be his friend still. And I'm like, hmm, <laughs> okay. And it's just, I don't know what they're going for. Also, the big joke has been that the glasses lady has been binding her boobs this whole time uh, so that Uh-oh. he wouldn't know Uh-oh. who she was because she's uh. the person with the largest boobs in the world, apparently. <laughs> mm. It's a nightmare. I don't yeah, know. It, just sounds mis- it doesn't sound... It doesn't sound like it might be funny in some parts, but it sounds mostly miserable. Like it's yeah. like uh, you they're just be stressed up out like, watching this. Yeah, they're setting up now like the classic like oh, there's a school festival and there's going to be uh, one, uh, three girls or whatever that are voted to be the best, and then one boy is randomly chosen. Uh oh! Like I'm like, yeah. first of all, what? <laughs> like first of all, what? <laughs> Exactly. Second of all, they're setting up this journalist girl who's organizing it all as like some twisted individual or something and making her make like creepy faces in the dark. And I'm like, oh, what's this going to be now? Like, it I don't know. It sounds like whoever wrote this like has never interacted with a human person. That's what before. I think. Yeah, genuinely. Like, I get what they're going for to an extent. It is like very like they're trying to be like, you know, haha, jokes about tropes, but. In execution, it's just like, you, uh, no, <laughs> like, I don't know what else I can say. Like, it's It goes just... back to your complaint where everything is trying to be, well, at least with Isekai, everything is trying yeah. to be Monosuba. Like, every, every, like, like, series now think the formula to be the, the trending, exactly. funny thing is like, oh, every, every character is like a horrible person. And I don't think since then there has been another series that has done it right, you know, or done it in a way that makes sense. Yeah. Well, actually, that gives me a good transition. Thank you for that free one that you just gave me right now. John, how about that Kimono Michi? That shit is great. It's yeah. hilarious. It's really funny. It's so consistently funny. I love it. It's very good. Um, just joke after joke after joke. Just really, really great stuff. Um, you know, like, it's it's pretty similar throughout you know like it's not like it's really breaking any new ground with what it's doing it's just the wrestler guy body slams someone if they call him a demon killer he loves to pet all the animals but they just they do enough with it that it's really fun the whole way through and i just like the character dynamics um they introduced two new characters uh there's this little girl who's a half dragon and she loves to eat and she's like kind of royalty i guess um, and then there's, like, her servant, who's this uh, big-titty vampire lady named Carmilla, because... There's only one si- name for a female vampire. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, that's just it. It's just like, all right, we're gonna have a lady vampire, we're gonna give her huge titties, and we're gonna name her Carmilla. There you go. That's all we gotta do. But she's also very funny, because her whole thing is that she's just trying to protect the her, like, her uh, master, and... um she doesn't really want to put up with everybody else, but she has to because the girl just wants to hang out with a wrestler because they're just like friends. They just want to hang out and eat food and hang out with the animals. Um, the, the little dragon girl also, uh, she like switches between wanting to just like hang out with and or eat the puppy, which yeah, that's is really twisted good. dynamic. I don't I don't know what's going on there, but it's pretty funny. Um, and the ant is just always there, and the ant is, like, the best character ever. <laughs> it's so just funny. a damn ant. 
he's just an ant. He doesn't talk, and people look at him, and they're like, what the fuck are you doing here? And he just, like, walks away. Yeah, because he's busy. He did, he was a bartender at one point. Yeah, and he was a good one. Look at, you saw that shit? Yeah. The, the, that whole bit where the cat girl was just, like, delivering drinks to people, like, <laughs> in, like, really weird places was very funny. The thing that strikes me about this anime is that it it's the Konosuba author, and I really think it is just another take on Konosuba's format, but, like, actually done, like, pretty alright. Like, it's It's a different take because it is a sort of, like, it is joking around with the tropes of an isekai. But instead of it being like, oh, here's these shithead characters, it's more just like... Here are these dumbasses. <laughs> yeah, it's more that they're stupid, and also they, like, the main dude doesn't care about the isekai stuff, he just likes animals. Like, I, I think I think the, the way that you actually parody an isekai now, if you're going to do it, which I feel like you really shouldn't, but if you really have to... <laughs> Yeah, we need I think more. His, yeah, you sh- we should be done with it. But if you if if gun to your head, you would have to just make the main character not care about it. Like either they don't care in the sense that like they they're they're an asshole, or they don't care because they care about something else way more. And I like I, or, this is definitely the latter. Here's my other one. I want them to be invested in the world that they go to at the very least because. The whole thing with all these isekai animes is that they always just want to leave. And I don't get it. Most of the time. Because it's like, they have like some sort of like, mind-blowing power or something. And also, most of these characters are like, they don't seem to like, suggest that they had friends or anything. They're usually like, computer people because that's the market they're trying to sell to. Um, but it's just like... Computer people? It's just like, like I, I, yes, computer people, okay? I don't know. <laughs> what do you want from me? No, it's it's just. A funny I want me to say a dang neat. Yeah, I mean it's true, but like, yeah, I'm just thinking like, damn, I'm I'm computer people. You're computer people. <laughs> we are all computer people. Um, but no, like, uh, yeah, like it's just nobody gets invested anymore. And I think if the if the, if there was like, an isekai where it's like the person is getting like way too invested, and they're like, don't worry, we'll find you a way home, and they're like, fuck no, I think you could do something with that. Cause no one's done that before. Something that really strikes me that all of the other thing that all the like parody ones do is they try to frame it as like the isekai dude is like pissed off to be there, like Kazuma or whatever. Yeah. Where it's just like, uh, I was supposed to have a cool time and stuff like that. And it's like, it works f- okay for Kazuma because it was the first time. And then everyone else is just. <sighs> I also just think the show is better in general than Konosuba. I think it's it strikes the same feeling and everything, but the way that it's horny is like actually funny instead of like just being horny. Is the thing yeah. that strikes me because it's like him being horny for like like that cat housewife who keeps coming by and he just keeps like hitting on her relentlessly. It's very good. And it's just especially, funny, especially because he's she's like I'm married and he's like so what? Bring your husband over. I'll pet him too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah, that show's good. Um, yeah. Uh, Alright, uh, Trixie. Yeah. What do you think of Bloomin' to you? Because I was going to say, like, speaking of something else that's good, but I don't know how that, that how's that going? It ended, right? Yeah, it did. Uh, it's very, very good, in my opinion. Uh, apparently the manga's even better, which makes me want to check that out ASAP. Uh, it's basically a Yuri 
it, it, that's what it is, really, Yuri. <laughs> Uh, about this girl who tries to uh, understand what love is but can't, and uh, another student who, uh, another girl who falls in love with her, uh, even though she rejects everyone else. And it's just, it's just such a really well done show. Uh, the character writing, especially, is like astoundingly strong. It goes a lot of places that I don't expect from Yuri, typically, and it's very, like, mature and grounded about it. Like, there's a, for example, there's a love triangle subplot, and that's, like, one of the shit uh, yeah. I hate the most in romance shows. Big but, mood. Uh, in Bloom Into You, they actually do it well by considering the feelings of all the characters involved in said love triangle and actually, like, exploring... Uh, exploring their thoughts, uh, and, like, actually giving each of them, uh, their proper, uh, due in the show to explore, uh, that aspect, which, which makes it way better than, like, any other love triangle I've seen. Yeah, so you're not, like, just sitting there being like, oh, well, I just want this to be over and have X be with Y or whatever. You're, like, you really want to see some sort of resolution to this that's, like, good, because you, like, care about all involved. I think the smart thing as well is that, uh, as far as the show goes, I don't know anything about the manga yet, but it doesn't, like, even explicitly have a resolution to it, It's which I read some reviews and some people weren't uh, too hot on the anime just kind of fizzling out for an ending, but I think the sort of, like, open-endedness of all the character situations and, like, uh, feelings for each other is uh, really good. Since shows don't tend to explore that, they just like to have resolutions regardless of whether it feels natural or yeah. not. Yeah. And, and Bloom Into You, like, I know the manga ended last month, uh, so they clearly had to resolve it there somehow. But the anime does a great job of just uh, leaving each character's uh, relationship with each other uh, each other open and uh, you know, not, not forced. Uh, it's very smartly run. Uh, also looks amazing. I can't say that enough. Uh, animated by, uh, Troika, who's, uh, ah. yeah, they did the waiver show, uh, recently, Ooh. which also looks amazing. They only do entertainment for gay people now, I guess. Yeah, apparently. Uh, I know, I'm glad to hear that. I, I want to check that out because that's something that frustrates me about most of the romance stuff I watch. Um, I mean, there's two angles. First, I'll come off with the obvious one. I have, like, four girlfriends, so I'm always just like, oh, love triangles, buh. Um, yeah. But even besides that, uh, that, that does sound good, the way that you described it, uh, so I'm happy about that. Uh, the other thing is that resolution bit. That is something that frustrates me a lot because, like, everything feels like it has to be, like, wrapped up perfectly. And even if, especially when they're younger characters, like, be like, oh, we're set up for life now when a story series ends. And that often feels, like, very, like, forced and, like, unnatural. Uh, Yeah, totally. So hearing that it leaves it in a more open-ended sense, that definitely sounds a lot more compelling to me. It's, like, it's especially good in this show because, I mean... I don't know if they're planning to make a second season, but there's definitely, like, like, enough, uh, like, 
I guess they conclude stuff in some way, but it's not definitively like X ends up with Y or uh, X rebuffs Y. It's just people allowed to like get closer to each other and grow without having to uh, firmly uh, care for or end up in one situation over another. Like it manages to conclude itself without concluding itself firmly, so to speak. Uh, there's also... This show's also really, like, for Yuri, not shy about being openly gay. It's just, uh, older gay characters and couples, uh, lots of kissing, but not, like, fetishistic or voyeuristic. Just, like, Thank actually, God for that. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's very smartly done, and, uh, Shaw, it's quite a it's quite rel- relevatory. I wish more Yuri anime could uh, be as smart about its writing and gayness as Blumentia. Well, I'm glad to hear that, and I am definitely going to check it out. Now, I watched that, um, is it Kase-san? Yeah, Kase-san, yeah. I watched that. I liked that quite a bit. Uh, oh, that one's also really good. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, unfortunately, we only got a movie for that, not like yeah. a full show, but I'd love a show f- of that. I'd love a show for that, too. It was really good what we got, though, so I can't complain yeah. too much. Also, um, uh, while I'm here, I'll just throw out another yeah. wreck for a show. Uh, Hitamari Sketch. Ah, uh, oh, the classic. Hell yeah, the classic uh, slice of life from Shaft. It's very uh, it's very artsy, but not in a pretentious way, more just like a fun, exploratory way of medium and style. It's uh, All the characters are good. Uh, it's consistently funny as heck as well, which is, it, especially over its uh, four or five season runtime, it doesn't really falter. Uh, and it only looks better as the seasons go on, which is, uh, it starts out looking pretty rough, uh, slideshowy, but it improves. It's definitely worth the time. Yeah, I'll second that one. It's a classic. Hell yeah. I watched it after I watched Madoka because the art is yeah the same. same character designer yep it really is <laughs> it, it yeah you can tell uh madoka and the uh, you know from hitamari sketch basically basically have the same wide face I, you gotta love the wide faces i'm so glad that i love fucking, the wide faces so much I, this pisses off my girlfriend when we say tk miz i just want you to know that so i'm just gonna keep saying tk miz <laughs> um I'm glad that they've brought it back, really, because I've been missing it for a good while. When it's done well, it's done really well, like like TK Miz does, especially. It's good as hell. Um, You know, it's not good as hell because, well, you know, I'm just going to make an assumption here. This might not be true. Maybe someone out there might say it's good as hell, but based on what I've heard about it, I don't think it's good as hell. LV, what the fuck is going on with Kandagawa Jet Girls? I wish to tell you, and I'm going to try to. <laughs> I, wa- I, I, I am asking that question myself. What the fuck is it <laughs> that they're trying to franchise? So Kandagawa Jet Girls um, is another multimedia kind of cross-media thing that I forgot who exactly is doing this. I can't, I can't really name the, the companies or like properties trying to do this, but like it's another thing trying to be basically displayed as a, you know, a big franchise. Like, you know, for, you know, to like, 
churn out merch. There's going to be like a series. There's going to be a video game. There's going to be all these things. There's going to be an ad. Sorry, how you know, do these people fucking do this? Like, I just want to <laughs> know that. Like, do you know how hard it, like, I remember when Dead Space was coming out and they were making those fucking like books and movies for it and EA right. was making like a big huff like it was like a huge deal, but these fucking anime companies just like pump this shit out. Like, right. Like, no deal. I, I, I don't, I, well, I think the answer is is boobs there's oh yeah boobs and butts in this so this is their pitch (laughs) (laughs) and the guy's like you're hired sir (laughs) so anyway kandagawa jet girls is about um this one uh high school student she moves to um it's like a fictionalized part of tokyo where um i believe it's i believe it's based off of the real real life um sumida river it's a really nice big river that like flows into the tokyo bay but it's like She moves into this fictionalized um, town, like around you know around the region of Tokyo. Um, her mom was like a famous. Um, well, she moves there because she moves there, and she wants to move there because she her mom was a famous what they call a jetter. I don't know if that's the correct uh-huh. term. <laughs> I you know what? The, <laughs> I don't think that's the correct term. I'm gonna go. Out <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're called like something else. Like, but anyway, she's a fa- yeah. She's like she's a famous jetter, which aka it's the the those people on the. Um, Wait, like, like you know, wave racing, you know, like yeah. water wave racing, yeah. But I don't think it's called a jetter. Anyway, her mom was a famous, and like she was really inspired. She's like, oh yeah, I want to move to that town where like it's like a big sport in that town, and like the high school has has a lot of people. That there's like different high schools that like do it for sport, etc. Um, what is and, it, this know, thing in Jeff ja- like in Japanese media where they're like, we move to the town where X is popular? Like, is right. that real? Why, like why anywhere in the this, world? <laughs> like, right? Why do you make this huge leap? Also, when you're in high school, still, um, yeah, I don't. <laughs> this town is famous for its jet skiing. Like, okay, just, these jet skiing girls, yeah. Um, and it's really cool. It actually, it, it it does a nice thing where like it leads you into this really cool. Um, soft future setting i don't know what's the best way to describe it, because it's it's clearly still very contemporary to our time period but the whole thing is like there's certain technological advancements and some aspects of the city that really are like oh yeah this is this is, we might not be too far from that so for instance when the races happen a lot well anyway yeah the river cuts through the whole town so that's like a big oh, part okay. of the town's ecosystem and it's like a cool thing um you know people fish there there's just like you know casual boating there etc so when races happen, there's this cool like holographic UI thing that pops up pretty immediately, and then like the whole town basically sees it. Like they can see a live race happening, and it's a whole thing where like a bunch of the schools around with their jet team, their, their water skiing team, sorry, not jet teams, their water skiing teams like take turns using the river to practice, etc. Or yeah, it's it's a cool thing, and then, but then. Uh, but then it kind of, you know, it just it just goes and shows what it's really about, you know. And it's it's not about the town. It's not about this nice like. <laughs> it's not just about this girl's eager, athletic spirit to be like, you know, a, a jet ski racer like her mom. No, it's more about that. It's about the fan service. It's this is an etchy series yeah. down to the core. It's There's rated no... R plus here. It says. <laughs> oh, well, it doesn't. Well, actually, no. I. I Oh, okay, I'll it get has down. mild nudity. It says it has mild nudity. Yeah, like the version I'm watching has the lasers. You know, the sensor lasers. Oh, the, you gotta love them. It's like the half the screen is just a, a, a white gradient. I, don't, I, I like. I know what's happening though. I I don't need to see it. I know yeah, what's I, happening. I, I've, I've seen screenshots of this show and like. 
pretty much every screenshot I have seen, and you know, obviously the people that I see that are screenshotting them are like highlighting the dumb shit to make fun of it. But almost every screenshot I see is like ninety percent of it is light, and then the other ten percent is like a girl's anguished face or just like the underside of her boobs or something. It's just, yeah, it's unreal. and like or like sometimes like if it's a darker scene, they put like this black like gradient, so it's like oh, it looks like a shadow. So it does it still looks unnatural? <laughs> They're trying, um, <clears throat> but yeah, like. Like, like I don't know how many minutes in. Ten minutes in, we already see a side boob. She's changing. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, and that's where, you know, this this is where the, this is where the fun starts. I see. Okay. <laughs> I watched the first three episodes, so I, I'm following the three-episode. I'm like, I, I can't really say anything unless I've watched three episodes. Um, and then she meets this other girl who she kind of cues in and be like, oh, yeah, are you interested in doing this? Basically, no one's helping this girl who's, like, new in this town. Like, everyone's just like... You know, not well. I, I mean, like everyone's really nice in this town, but she kind of doesn't know where to start, and that makes sense. You know, she's moving into this new town. Yeah. She's like enrolling to the school, and she's like, "I want to do this cool thing that all these people are doing that I'm seeing like on TV or like what I've heard from my mom, etc." And she doesn't know where to start. Um, she like unwillingly befriends um, this one girl who's like kind of the quiet, you know, like dark haired type. You know, she's you know she's kind of kind of like the beauty trope. You know, she's like, but she's yeah. like, she's very mysterious, right? And she like gets the friend, you know tries to become friends with her. And of course the main character has no sense of personal space. So she just like you know, does the thing where she like hugs her and it's like, uh oh, her boobs are like, you know, squished against it's just <laughs> it's just uh, they the, they're they're always the same two like girls and like mm-hmm. these like Yuri based shows. It's always the really hyperactive main character who doesn't understand personal space and she doesn't understand she doesn't see how hyperactive she is and she makes the other like quiet, mysterious type girl really uncomfortable. But hey, they're like the two main characters that are gonna be here. It's the dang Madoka Homer dynamic. Yeah, it's that, that it's just that. Wants to do. It's the it's the it's the Genki like cheery girl with the like more quiet. Oh, she kind of has a dark past. Like always, always long past. and dark hair. Always long and dark hair. Always have to have the long and dark hair. Mm-hmm. I think I think Mar- I think I think Maria Sama the Maria Sama Yuri series from like way back also had that trope. It, the, I I kind of re- vaguely remembering. I wouldn't be surprised if it started that because it was like the serious long haired girl and then the other girl with the short pink. Anyway, I'm referring to something completely different, and that actually was a good series. <laughs> Highly recommend it. But anyway, um, long story short, they like kind of slowly grow. Like you know the they they kind of you know the mysterious you know, the the serious girl. She tried to daughter the main character grows on her. They're like, oh okay, let's try this thing because I'm also you know she doesn't want to admit she's secretly interested in doing this stuff too, obviously. Um, and then they unfortunately run in by accident into like these more established like jet girls jetters Uh-oh. who they look like they came from bandori like the way they're designed all right <laughs> they, they look like the um they look like the bandori unit where they're like wearing the gothic Luita. um i forgot the name of that one was oh like? roselia yeah Rose- they look like the they look like the roselia characters yeah because she has a rose in her hair and she has this like i don't know i don't know why she's wearing that and like um they run into her, and then, and like, the main character is just like, oh, we just want to, yeah, basically, they try to start practicing in their free time using the river, and they run into these girls, and they're like, no, you can't just do that, you need to have, like, permission, or have to establish, basically, she's, like, just, like, trying to, um, you know, sue them up, like, she's, she's basically claiming, like, oh, no, this is, like, our territory, you can't do that, and they basically end up challenging them to a race anyway, um, and yeah, this is where all the, all the stuff happens, so, (laughs) 
So, so I was talking about the technology of the show. It's like it's cool because yeah. it's like just a very. It's not like super high futuristic, but there's tiny things about like the devices being more compartmentalized in a way, and acting more streamlined in a way than sort of the things we have as is now. Like you know, like t- phones totally have more room to be more streamlined. You know, who knows? But like, there's this like very egregious scene where. Okay, they're suiting up to put on the wetsuits. So first of all, if you've seen images of the show, that is not how competitive wetsuits look like. Your whole what body What do you mean? You don't to... want to see some breasts? That's what they do <laughs> yes, in real life, Yes, th- with right? the zipper all the way down yeah. so anything can Ooh. just fall out. <laughs> competitive wetsuits, you have to have your full body covered because the way, wa- you know, friction, the way your water, yeah. water glides against your skin, that's like actually a legitimate, like, there's a science behind why... Your body needs to be treated like a fish. That's the whole point. That's yeah. the whole advantage of it. In addition, for from what I've seen from things like jet ski racing, where it can get pretty extreme, you have to wear like a high impact vest of some sort. I think it's like a life vest with some sort of like high impact material in case you crash. You know, it's like one of those yeah, things. I, I'm yeah, looking th- at these this girls right are not wearing that. Obviously, and these like girls are, they all have different yeah. wetsuits. Like yeah, they all have. That's, yeah. Hmm. So these girls are clearly not wearing that. They're like, a lot of skin is exposed. And of course, like, all of them kind of have their cleavage exposed in a way. In addition, this show, well, again, it's an etchy show. I, I, I'm not downing any etchy show to consider <laughs> what bra support is. But yeah, things are just flying everywhere. Nothing no. is nothing is, nothing is secure that looks like it hurts. But the, anyway, I, what I'm going into is there, there's a very egregious like scene where they're suiting up, and it one the one it's cool because you don't have to zip it up. It's like oh, you press a button, it just zips up very naturally. It's like oh, that's kind of cool. It's like nice. What an easy way to dress up. But of course, the emphasis on that is that we're showing the girl's ass to see how many things jiggle when that thing happens and how many things cannot fit. No in shit. a tight wetsuit, <laughs> oh, no. and in the in one of the most baffling, but of course not surprise scene, the main character is like, "Oh, I can't fit in my wetsuit," and there's like a weird fat joke, and the, and oh. then depending on what subtitle, there I've seen two versions of the scene with two very different oh, subtitles, but I've seen one really egregious one where the other girl is like, "Well, you just have countenance." What? <laughs> That's okay. Uh, and then the, the, the and then you um and then she does the whole thing where she zips it up, but she's struggling because her boobs are way too big. Oh, what a! And eventually she they fit in the woods. Anyway, it was a very long scene, and they finally start racing. <laughs> so it gets worse, and uh, <laughs> um so the way so th- they start racing with these snooty girls, um. And the way the rules work in this case compared to typical jet ski racing is that you have basically two people on one jet ski. So you have one person who's the driver and one person who's flanking with a water gun. So you can actually shoot at people. And that's kind of cool and fun. So it's kind of like, you know, a lot of people were saying like, oh, yeah, it's kind of like Mario Double Dash in a way combined with wave racing. Um, so like the pitch for this anime is like this guy's like, yeah, hey, y'all remember Valkyrie Drive a couple seasons ago? All right. So guys. Y'all ever play Mario Kart Double Dash? <laughs> <laughs> what if we combine that? With and then jet skis? what if it was Mario? <laughs> well, that's the Valkyrie Drive implies. Oh, I'm sorry. That's what Mario Kart Double Dash implies, John. No, yeah, you're right. You see Donkey Kong? He switches places with Bowser. I mean, every time you, you like hear, slaps his ass, you just you yeah. bite your lip. 
<laughs> so, and then the race starts, and this is where episode two ends, where episode three concludes with the race, and the race starts, and this is the worst thing I've seen in this season thus far. So the rival girl, you know, they're like, they're pretty close neck to neck. It's proving a point of saying like, oh yeah, these newbies can like, they can eventually come to the top, top and beat these like veteran racer girl, uh, these other veteran racers, etc. And the rival girls, they be, like the one who's shooting. She shoots at, she shoots at the main characters, aka the serious girls, the one flanking, holding the water gun. She shoots at her. She lets out a glaringly, obviously like erotic moan when she gets shot at with a water gun, and her suit falls apart after that first oh, shot from no. a water gun. <laughs> And, but here's the thing, it was shooting at her butt, and Uh like, (laughs) I don't need to say no more, but it was shooting at her butt, and she was like, the the way they, I I know what they were doing, I know, it's obvious, obviously, it's obvious what I'm describing, but it was shooting at her butt, she lets out a confused moan, (laughs) and her suit starts falling apart, and then, oh yeah, there's like, there's like these cool MC characters who are like, they're kind of cool, like, I guess because I don't know anything about them and they're not being subjective to this mess. But they're just aside, like, you know, they're like, oh, they're providing the sports commentary. And then they start explaining, like, oh, yeah, the suits kind of have to do that because it's a safety mechanism. So their suits explode if they get hurt or if they get shot at too much, which doesn't make sense. No, that makes sense. Because... <laughs> Because he would think it would stay on. But anyway, that happens. Literally at the end of the first episode, this, someone's suit already explodes. Mm. So, third episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's, like, a lot of, like, egregious butt angles, like, in ways that did not need to be. Like, I, there's a ridiculous shot where it just it just zooms in on the girl's butt. Zooms in on the set. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's something you kind of have to see. But, like, it, it really gets unapologetic by the time we hit the racing where it's like, we know what we are. We are just a ass and titty show we, with no real plot. Um, but by the third episode, yeah, they the race concludes. They lost, actually. I was surprised. They actually will lose. <laughs> but then, you know, they show, like, a glimpse into, the, like, the rival girls who, who are like, oh, yeah, these two probably have potential. And essentially, the rest of the episode is just the two main characters bonding. And trying to figure out how to recruit other people into um, practicing with them or, like, in some sort of team or some sort of unit. Because it turns out their high school actually does not have a formal jet ski club or some sort of team for them to – and they kind of need that, like, legal legal recognition in order yeah. to actually use the river. Oh, of course you need that. Which is a public thing. This is just that fucking plot point from every anime where they need the extra class. We gotta make a club, otherwise we we can't do other things. Otherwise we're arrested. Yeah, Uh, yeah, the club cops will come and be like, nope, you can't do that, you gotta be recognized as a club. Yeah, like, now, yeah, yeah. And it takes her the whole episode to be like, who can I put in the club? And she's, like, not thinking about the girl she literally just raced with the previous episode, just (laughs) because she doesn't talk a lot. Anyway, um, I've seen clips of the video game that accompanies this. I think it actually released already, and oh. it kind of looks okay, but it doesn't. It looks barely dated. It looks like a late Dreamcast game, you know. And it's like, oh, it's a racing <laughs> game, but the way it looks, it looks, it looks like it, it, it looks dated. You know, I'm not, I'm not commenting on the gameplay per se. I'm sure the gameplay is fun because it's, you know, it's just a racing game. It's just a dumb racing game. 
but the way it looks, it does. It just looks. It kind of looks like a rushed effort. That it, um, and there's like a lot of customizing features. It's it's again one of those things where they wanted yeah. to a whole like, oh, you're raising a girl. You know, like how the idol games kind of established this whole thing. Oh, I, I just searched it. I looked it up online. The first thing is Gimatsu released a video of them playing it, and the thumbnail. You know how Google does that thing where it plays a like part of a video or whatever, like the first five seconds. It's just them rotating this girl, her breasts going just everywhere you can imagine. Yeah, it's and then, going wild. Yeah, they're alive. Uh, they're, they're alive. Yeah, okay, yeah. Everyone on the show has big boobs. It doesn't make sense. Okay, actually, there's a couple of characters and ones I haven't seen come up so far. They actually... Their their breast size makes sense for their body type. That's fine, but it's still it's still it's still stupidly unrealistic. You know, it's it's not like this is. And of course, then there's like the weird fat joke. Like it's just it's well, still, that's just an anime bad. required. Like if it's you weigh bad. more than thirty pounds in an anime, like yeah. you better look out. The running scenes are so bad. Like I bet. Are just- <laughs> I, I am watching gameplay of this, and the gameplay is like a kind of insane, honestly, because it is double dash. All right. Uh, yeah, but yep, it is. You're swapping, but but when instead of swapping who's driving, you're swapping between like driving the jet ski and someone with a gun. Yeah, That's, a water gun. Yeah, and you just turn into a third person shooter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's but yeah, hmm. but even as a fan service show, like again, it knows it's just a fan. It doesn't seem like oh, it has my... a lot to even offer. I'm sorry, I just saw who show. made it. Oh yeah, no yeah, it's. I'm sorry, I forgot to mention that. Would you like to mention it? <laughs> yes, it's the Senran Kagura man. Yes, it is. Damn, oh. can't be surprised. <laughs> it all comes together. I forgot to mention that crucial detail. <laughs> yeah, this all makes sense now. But yeah, it doesn't. It for if, even for like it being like okay, yeah, this is a fan service show. It's not offering anything else. It doesn't have a lot of substance. Like it's like I don't, I don't. It's it's a very generic plot. I kind of don't. I like the setting. The setting's interesting. Again, the whole thing about, like, oh, yeah, the t- the river being, like, a weird, important thing, and there's, like, a lot of things going on with it. But, like, it doesn't have a lot to offer, and I don't know, I don't see this becoming, like, a big franchise as it's trying to be, you know, moving forward. Uh-huh. And, like, not, people are not really saying good things about this because it's very surface. Well, it seems like Marvel, this is, so this is made by Marvelous, probably. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, oh no, he broke off from Marvelous. That was the whole he thing. He did was break like, off from yeah. Marvelous. But what Marvelous does all the time is they just make these fucking franchise things, like just all the time, like they did Valkyrie Drive, they did Sanran Kagura, they did. Uh, oh, fuck, what's the other one? It doesn't matter. Anyways, point is, I think this is all he knows how to do. He can it only is. do cross media <laughs> stuff. Well. Good luck if you're going to continue down this path. I don't I'm know. I'm not. Good. Don't. Good luck. I warn you all. Living free. It, I warn you all. If you want... If you want sexual gratification, this is not... <laughs> don't go down this path. Yeah, there is it. better out hey, there. Hey, all you out there, just listen. There's better out there. Yeah, it's like it's just one of those things where it's like, this is... I, I'm like, I can't see this. This is, this is like too cartoonishly... This is too cartoonish. Just watch you know, a like, hentai. I don't know. That's how I feel whenever I see these shows. I'm just like, I don't know. If you're horny, just go deal with it, guys. I don't think you need to watch (laughs) this. Yeah, no. Like, like I've I've said this on Twitter too. Like, whenever people complain about fucking like, oh, the game has been censored or whatever. Like, you know, it's like, oh my god, I can't buy the new the the fucking Fire Emblem re-release because they because you can't see her hip bones that well. Like. Her vagina bones, excuse like, me. Like, like yeah. jerk off and then play the game. Like, just... <laughs> no. 
Get the cum out of John, you. haven't you and heard then... of edging? <laughs> I have. All, like... This is all bad. I'm stopping. No, 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 no more. Okay. No more. No. Very spooky Halloween episode. This, this is fucking hard. It is especially cursed. It is especially cursed tonight. The full it moon is. is up there. And, 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 this, and this is how we're sending this Trixie off. This is not even the witching hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't be more honored. <laughs> we're, 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 yeah, we're trying to make sure she doesn't miss us when she's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck these people. <laughs> uh, uh, John, you've been watching, I watched some of this with you, uh, Carnival Phantasm, huh? Yeah, so, um, friend of the show and, uh, you know, chooch video editor, uh, Wheels, um, was like, hey, John, you're dressing up as Neko or Chaos for Halloween, which I did, um, I, I, I didn't really have anywhere to go with it, but I have a Neko or Chaos costume now, so maybe I'll just wear that to, like, a, a convention or something. Yeah, I was gonna say, that's, like, pretty versatile. Yeah, um... So Wheels was just like, you should watch Carnival Phantasm so you have, like, knowledge of Neko or Chaos. And I was like, all right. So we all sat down. Uh, we watched some, I think we're, like, seven episodes in. And, like, they're, like, 15-minute episodes, right? They're, like, it's not long. Um, it's, it, it is funny if you know Fate and, like, Tsukihime stuff. Um, I don't really know Sugahime stuff, so some of the jokes kind of go over my head, but I laugh at a lot of the fate stuff, um, and, uh, I, you know, th there's some really funny bits, there's some shit that's just kind of like, hmm, maybe, maybe you shouldn't make a bunch of jokes about, uh, Shinji abusing Sakura, maybe that's not That was good. really weird, It was not it? good. I would say that's straight up not good. Um, I think the part about it that's specifically not good is that there's, like, an assault scene in Heaven's Feel that's a big serious thing, and they, like, just made a joke of it. Ugh. Like, a very distasteful joke, I would say, as well. Yeah. It's, th like, that whole episode is rough, but, like, the rest of it's just dumbass content about fate and Tsukihime, and I can dig that. Um, I don't know. I don't have too much to say because I feel like it's mostly just, oh, hey, if you like these things, you're going to, you're like, I feel like you kind of have to watch this just to, like, it, it's like a rite of passage sort of thing. Like, it's a, oh, man, we're all just gathering to watch Carnival Phantasm. It's, like, six hours, like, no, not even six, it's, like, it's, like, three hours long. It's, it's nothing, but it's funny, um... I don't know, I, like, I, I guess, like, some is, I, I, I just love the running gag of Koo getting killed constantly. Um, that's pretty good. Um, that's just fate in general, so. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess it is, but it's especially funny. I saw that picture of, the, I think, did you send that to me, the does the dog die thing? Did you I see might that? have, I might have just, like, mentioned that site, Yeah. but, it's, yeah. They have I mean, it for fate. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the dog the dog dies in fate a lot. <laughs> Poor boy. <laughs> God. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That, that's kind of it. Carnival Phantasm is is. They need to make fine. a second one. They should make a second one. There's so much fate shit now. They could. They need to have an episode making fun of of Waver. They need to have an episode making fun of Fate Go. Uh, that bit in Fate Extella where you are, like, on giant Altera and just, like, running around on her. 
they should make an yeah. episode about that. Yeah, there's so much there's so much fate content now, and then they need to make an, a whole episode about how it's taking them like a decade to remake Sukahime. And they're all oh, old I mean, now. they're just waiting for Sukahime too before they do another oh, Carnival Phantasm. <laughs> yeah, Melty Blood too. That's what's holding it back. Uh, you know, speaking of fate though, well, how about that fate go anime continuing onwards? Oh, it's Taiga. so good. Taiga, that I uh, so I I don't think I said it in the last episode, but with Taiga not being in the opening, I was really concerned. I was like, oh no, like are they just gonna like use her as like a one bit thing? But they went fucking all out for her. They went like above and beyond, and I am so happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Taiga. Yeah, you can you can tell that like the way that they're adapting Babylonia, they're really like putting effort into it and making it not just like a slapdash uh, adaptation so to speak yeah like they're adapting like all the funny dialogue options that you can pick and stuff like i'm recognizing like those moments like i remember specifically like the options being given and stuff like that and they're really doing it but there is that weird i feel like it has more of a tonal dissonance than the game does because like the game is very melding like serious discussion with like wacky stuff happening but, like, I feel like w- with the way that the game is breaking up that stuff between battles um, is at least, like, helping you, like, distinguish the tone and stuff like that. Whereas, like, stuff like this is, like, the main protagonist boy or whatever is having a dang, like, trauma flashback to, like, Fuyuki or something. Uh, while Taiga's jumping around going, like, Jaguar jump! Jaguar beam! <laughs> and shit like that and her fucking sneakers, like... <laughs> I, th- that and just she's whipping their ass. To me. It rules. No, it rules. It's just like it's way more dissonant than it was in the games. I think, like, because there's yeah. just like a more serious tone being given, which is fine. Um, I do have to say though, I wish they would give Mash her stomach back, her little stomach plate. I don't know why they took it away from her and then put it back sometimes, but I don't like her outfit that she's wearing. <laughs> I can't tell if it's an animation error sometimes or if they just, like, do it intentionally. Because when she was fist-fighting that dude, she had it on. Yeah. I don't... They took some weird artistic liberty and decided that her final ascension, which is her better outfit, uh, only appears when she's landing, I guess. From space. Yeah. Uh, Which is a bummer. But yeah, Taiga's great. And I'm very happy about it. Uh... I'm wondering how uh, they'll handle Quetzalcoatl because I d- did remember, not with any spoilers or anything, but I did remember that her arc is just that she's just constantly challenging people to luchador fights and it's framed as like weirdly brutal or something like that. So I'm wondering how that will be translated into this oh, anime. Geez. Yeah. Um, I'm just thinking about that. I-, I don't know if it was just like a cosplayer or was some like fate like stage show thing but i'm just thinking about that quetzalcoatl cosplayer that just did like a fucking crazy hurricane rana oh yeah that was the professional wrestler that they hired to dress up as her for the fake go fest that was uh that was really something it was really something i'm excited for that i i'm kind of glad they chose babylon because i mean like i hate gilgamesh but like all the characters in babylon are characters who like aren't like necessarily well considered throughout fate stuff you know like 
choosing Camelot's the easy one, right? Because it's like, it's Saber. Like, it's stuff about Saber and like the round table and stuff like that. That's like the core fate stuff. But like, Babylon's like, Ushiwakamaru is a big deal. Like, when are you ever going to see something where Ushiwakamaru is a big deal? Yeah, totally. Or Leonidas. Yeah, or Leonidas or um, uh, King Hassan, even, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's, it's good. I'm, I'm really into it. Yeah. I also definitely think that they're going to adapt Solomon for this. Uh, yeah, they after said. After the opening of the last episode. Yeah, definitely. There's uh, no way they can just show that and then not give the resolution to that. Yeah. Y'all, speaking, I, uh, speaking of fate, oh, yeah? real quick, uh, we're going to do a breaking news segment here. Oh, no. Uh, apparently, fucking uh, Cowboy Ishtar is, is just a fucking Avenger. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, new Ishtar is an Avenger. Do you know what she's called? Uh, I think it's just Ishtar Avenger. No, it's Space Ishtar. Oh, really? That's what she's called. Everyone oh. just keeps drawing her with Space Dandy. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. pretty good. I know that the other servant released his Calamity Jane, which is also wild to me. Like She's probably just an archer. She is, yeah. Cause, of course, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm just surprised they haven't added that third class for that triangle yet. Which class? This forbidden class. Uh, well, you know, um, so, uh, alt- uh, there's the foreigner alter ego. Yeah. Those two or whatever, and there's not a third one for those guys yet. Yeah, I don't know. That- and the, the, the gunner exists in the lore, but I don't know. I mean, there's a, there's, what, some class called Saver that's just, like, literally... Buddha or something? <laughs> Buddha, come come and purify the Abigail Williams' final ascension, please. <laughs> huh. Alright, uh, no more video game talk, though. Uh, yeah, sorry, wrong podcast. <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. No, no, you know what? Fate. I think Fate Go is anime, and this is Fate Go. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, totally. So, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll run off, like, two pretty easy ones real quick. Uh, so, the Overcautious Hero Show. Uh, it's just sort of mean. That's what I've, I've landed on. Like, it's not even, I don't even think, you know how I said before the show started that I was worried that it's like core conceit would just be that he just keeps buying potions and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That's not the core joke of that show. The core joke of that show is that that man is a sociopath, uh, which seems to be a reoccurring thing this season. Uh, Yeah. But like specifically like, what he does every time he beats, like, an enemy, he just blasts it with all these high-level spells over and over again on their corpse to make sure it's completely gone, and he just, like, destroys people's homes and stuff in the process and, like, feels, like, literally nothing or, like, thinks that he's, like, a cool hero for doing so. And then, like, it's just, like, a bunch of people crying because they don't have a home anymore. He sounds like, like an isekai villain, if anything. Yeah, and I think that's what they're going for, but I don't know. They're trying to paint it as funny, and I... Mm, uh also like three episodes in they added the ending finally uh the ending video and it's like do you remember guys remember when i was watching that wise man's grandchild show and then like episode seven came out and they just had a virtual youtuber do a dance and it looked really bad (laughs) god i forgot about the okay it's that oh they just did that but that's their official ending for all the episodes do they have a VTuber for that? It's the goddess character from the show who just acts like Aqua. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm getting kind of sick of mean spirited stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Bochi made me realize, especially yeah. like how much I want to see more kind shows instead of just mean people in anime. It was Bochi and uh, Kaguya for me. Like, both of those in the same season, like, really struck it into my core of being like, damn, like, Kaguya, they're doing, like, you know, like, they're, they're being intense and stuff and doing silly things and sometimes being mean, but there's, like, such a degree of humanity to each of the characters that it's, like, you know, you empathize with them and understand where they're coming from, and it, it, it legitimately feels like a joke. Yeah, totally. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, these things need to stop with the meanness and the irony. It's like teens these days, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like if teens were actually put in charge of making stuff for teens. Yeah, kind that of. sounds about right. Um, just like things, just like things. Yeah, just okay. like things, it's fine. <laughs> you don't have to be ironic about it, it's fine. Uh, and... Uh, the, uh, the other thing I've been watching is, um, so Fairy Gone I watched before. It was like two seasons ago. Uh, I started watching the new season now. I didn't know that this was an original anime, um, which kind of m- goes against what my criticism would have been, because it feels really stilted, like a novel almost, like a direct translation of a novel, where like it's just like very like de- taking time and deliberate or whatever, and like a lot of talking and stuff like that versus like big fight scenes and such. Um, and, uh, I, I, it's weird to me cause it's the show where you might not remember it, but they, they all have like persona stand things, um, that are called fairies or whatever. And they use them to fight or whatever. Uh, they don't use them at all. <laughs> like they just use guns Oh, and did it's they like, just drop the fairy thing then? They didn't drop them. They 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 make them pop out sometimes, but then when they pop out, they just sort of yell instead of fighting, and then they just shoot a gun, <laughs> like at the All dude right. instead. And it's just like okay, and that seems to be more effective. I don't know, like people are dying and stuff. But um, there was one good scene that I was thinking of with the show, which was that uh, the final episode of the last season, which I just watched recently. Um, is uh, they ha- they introduce this villain dude or whatever who comes in and he whistles his own like there's like a J rock soundtrack for the show or whatever and he whistles along to his own battle music. That's pretty good. And I really liked that. Like, but he whistles it like preemptively, like like do 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 or whatever, and then it will like like guns shooting or whatever, and it's like cool. I was really into that conceptually. Uh, so now it makes sense that actually that it's an original anime thing because that wouldn't have worked in a manga. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't. I I want to like that show more because it has like it has like a very like uh, good thing, but it, like it has good things to about it. It has a nice like nineteen thirties uh, art like style going on to it, which is not in a lot of anime um, that aren't like Tanya. Um, and uh it's just like uh i wish that it had more of like a concentrated focus because it feels just sort of like it goes like it just sort of like keeps like pushing stuff out and without like developing too much like the main story involves this like girl named marlia 
and uh, her like childhood friend Veronica, and like trying to like figure out like they're on opposing sides and but not really and figuring out like what their problem is but they like don't interact enough like they've interacted three times in like 18 episodes or something like that um even though like the theme song and ending would lead you to believe that it's like the core crux of the show and it is sort of the core crux of the show but they just don't interact enough like i don't know why because there aren't that many characters in the show and it just feels like they are really not sure what they're doing with it. Um, which is disappointing, because most original anime that I see seem, like, really well thought out, you know? Like, um, yeah. Uh, like, to go all the way back, like, Cowboy Bebop or, like, Gurren Lagann or something like that. Like, there seems to be at least, like, a concentrated, like, focus with, like, what their theming or their plot is going to be. But this one just sort of seems like they're just going... Like, they're just making it up as they go. At least it's not as bad as Dr. Stone, I'll say, but... Uh, which is based off of something. Which is based off of something, also. So that's, like, double, like, hmm. But, uh... Yeah. Yeah. I will say, uh, it's maybe the only anime I've watched recently that has, like, pretty much no openly misogynist stuff. Uh, like, all of the girls are just, like, wearing their clothes all the time and are treated like on the same level as the dude characters. I can't believe that's like a standard now. It's it's they're like wearing, clo- they're wearing, they're wearing clothes, clothes that stay on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, it's weird. It's honestly, it's weird. I, I can't name one moment in the entire thing where like, like, no one's even wearing like any sexy outfits. Like, even the, the character who's like a known like, um, She's called Sweetie Honey, because all the people in this show have fucking insane names, I should mention that. Like, the main man is named Free Underbar. Oh. Like, that's just his <laughs> name. And, like, all of the names are, like, that, like, D. Schwartz is the guy. Uh, like It's like it's like the American pilot in a mecha anime. Yeah, they're all of them. <laughs> the Macross character names are fucked up. They are fucked <laughs> they up. They sound like they were just ran through, like, a generator five That's times. what these feel like. Like, legitimately. <laughs> like, it is, like, like Free Underbar. Here's an adjective. What does here, that mean? Yeah, here's an adjective and a noun. Like, it's... <laughs> but uh yeah like like i am enjoying it i just i feel like i wish that it had more direction um because like i said that's a really good thing it's sad that that's a standard that the girls have clothes that they stay on but it's nice to see uh like like i was saying this the sweetie honey character like she's like supposed to be like a seductress type character but she's not like boobies out like all the time she's just wearing like um like you know like a nice dress that like matches her figure and stuff like that like she looks like attractive and like pulling something off like that specific style without being like just like gross you know yeah it's uh it's rare to see there's also a tiny little green chihuahua adorable it is pretty adorable i don't know where it came from or it just exists and everyone's just like cool it's here uh, it's I not guess, explained. No, it's just there. It's just green. Uh-oh. It has okay. like it has a fucking like uh, like a like ping pong ball tail too. <laughs> so it looks like a dang alien. I don't know. It's uh, weird. That just makes me think of the dog from Palian Stocking. That dog's yeah. fucked. Yeah. That's yeah. The actually... little uh... yeah, Chuck's fucked up. That's a <laughs> fucked up dog. Chuck what is, is this Gynax dogs? They're all fucked up. <laughs> guts. <laughs> Why was Guts wearing a hoodie? I wonder this to this day. That's a great question. What was Guts hiding? Yeah. What was he? Hi- what's in his pocket? <laughs> hey guys. Hey, what's what? What's what he got there? <laughs> like, 
Someone should have just pulled him aside one episode and been like, hey, all right, empty your pocket. And you have to find out what's in there. Um, so, what else should we talk about? Uh, LV. Yeah. You didn't talk about it last time, so you can talk about Fire Force this time. Oh. <laughs> or wait, I don't think you talked about it last time. No, I didn't. I, I okay, sighed cool. because it's... it's. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Um, so the most recent... I'm sorry, I've been coughing. I will edit them. Oh, no I worry. I think, I'm get, I think I'm in the middle of a cold. I don't know what's going on with my body Damn, right we're now. We're all getting <laughs> sick. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> I don't season. know what happened. I'm nor I've been normally good at like avoiding getting sick or like if I get a cold, it's like, oh I only get a headache for a day and that's it. I think I definitely caught something. I don't I don't trust my coworkers. <laughs> Sorry that I gave you head. this cold over the internet. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no, I think you're fine, Trixie. It's your parting gift, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> You'll cherish it. Alright. So um Basically, the main fire company in Fire Force, um, as of the most recent arc, they've been stationed in the Asukusa district, I think. Um, I think that's what it's called. Well, yeah, so essentially, this town compared to everything else in the rest of the saying is like a very traditional, you know, traditional Japanese village. You know, a lot of people still have very traditional, like, wooden made, you know, like buildings, etc. You know, the way people dress too is, you know, they're still using, like, you know, loose kimonos, like, as opposed to like more westernized clothing set or like the more or the more eccentric outfits some of the characters have. So everything everything here pretty much feels like it's in a different time period. And that's kind of the way they want it. Like a, a lot of the community in that town is just like, no, this is how things are and that's how it is. And that's also kind of a reason why the actual um, fire company that's stationed at the town is very hesitant or very stubborn with working with other with the other companies. Which, because later on, at some point, they reveal, like, in a, in a flashback, they reveal how the last time this town had a major fire, it was it was, it was a fucking nightmare. Because, again, everything is made out of wood. Like, you know, if you would imagine, like, you you know, if you, if, you know, even if you don't know history, like, like, all the, like, worst fires in human history, it's all because of, like, how architecture was back then. There was really no fireproofing or, like, efficient way. Or like fire, you know, firefighters back then weren't didn't have like a bigger, more efficient system today as they do. You know, no fire alarms, etc. Um, and yeah, how they and essentially um, one of them was like, you know, let's let's throw it in towel and like actually um, have ourselves like be registered as an official company under the government. And that's this is a whole thing where it actually reveals the whole like bureaucracy of the whole thing and how, why they were so hesitant about like basically becoming officially recognized as a company and getting equipment from the government essentially so yeah there's actually this interesting like there's like politics and fire force that i think are interesting where like the clash is between like nationalism and then there are issues with like how the fire force companies are being pri- i don't know it's like it's like a it's like a bigger topic unfortunately kind of weirdly timely to what's going on in the united states but um but yeah it, but yeah so so the the main characters are in this town because they're currently investigating the ongoing issue of like these cultists planting um, infernals or causing people to combust on purpose. Because again, they want to like make sacrifices or do a whole crazy thing to appease like the solar god, the fire god, 
It's batshit. It's batshit. It it's batshit. You know, that reminds me. Of, <laughs> I know. This season that we read it in the thing. Uh, it's like Special Force 7 or whatever, where it's like yeah. all of those crimes are just happening because those dudes are like want to fuck a dragon or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's batshit, but it's, it's very interesting. It's very interesting because it, it goes in, it goes along with the lines of like the um, kind of religious um, iconography that the series uses a lot. Um, and I think that's pretty cool. But yeah, anyway, the main characters are there because they're trying to assist the other company there to 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 be part of this bigger investigation, like trying to scout out and stake out. Um, now, Fire Force is really bad about like setting up conflict in a weird way, or at least in what I think is like a lot of the problems that happen in Fire Force so far is because of someone's pure negligent negligence that I think could have been easily avoided if people talked with each other or if there wasn't like a missed turn or something. Um, so they're there, they're bonding, and we're getting to know more about this this town that has not been really familiar to the rest of the series. We're getting to know more about like other characters that are not the main characters, which is fine. Um, but then at some point one night, um, basically someone from the other company comes in and sees like basically basically okay at some point the cultists are actually secretly infiltrated the town and they're secretly disguising themselves as the villagers at some point there's at some point they they also secretly disguise themselves as actual like fire company people so then there's this whole misunderstanding that causes a fight across the towns i mean not towns across the town and it causes this whole like miscommunication issue where, where like you know he like a whole he said she said thing like uh. oh no I t- oh, like yeah like like oh no don't you hear like you know like basically the the captain of the main character's company company eight um, was a you know like they um, let me let me actually number it company eight is the main characters okay mm-hmm. company seven is the other company which is this current town which is stationed in this current town they are very resistant against like modernization. And they're kind of like treated as the stubborn ones, and they live in a town. <clears throat> company seven accuses company eight of like being the ones to be planting infernals because they saw the captain talking with someone else one night, saying like, "Oh yeah," like in a very cartoonish villain way, like, "Oh yeah," like we're here to like that plan worked out, like we're here to like really actually like pl- you know secretly plant infer like plant infernal, like basically there was like a bug that like causes people to combust. We're here to like secretly you know, mess around and actually cause the people to combust. And it's like, uh, okay, as a viewer, it kind of comes out of nowhere. And then it cuts away to show, like, the cultists going, like, tee they're, like, literally on a roof, not that far off. They're not that far off from this scene happening. Going, tee like, they totally, like, fell for our disguise. And it's like, what the fuck? Why? What? They're just there. If they, if they followed them, if they turned left, if they turned left <laughs> to where I'm looking... <laughs> They can realize, huh? Something suspicious here is happening. Wouldn't I don't think it was actually them. Like, yeah. <laughs> wouldn't they hear like noise? Like, how did no one notice? How did no one notice? Like, what? Like, it doesn't make sense. So then, the following episode, after that fight erupts between the two fire companies, they'd start noticing the villagers are having issues, like, like gossip going around, being like accusing people of like. Oh yeah, I saw you like at that woman's house, like, you know, cheating or someone stealing. And it turns out like the whole village is just has these planted impersonators by the cultists. And it's like, 
what? Like, it, like it, it kind of doesn't make sense of how this happened, like, so easily to me, personally. And then it reveals how this whole thing happened, where there's this especially... Okay, so the villains are really fucked up. The villains are really fucked up. I, I'm going to give, like, a, a body gore warning, actually, here. Spooky. Um, where, actually, how they do it is that um, one of the... A member of the cult who's so willing to be subservient, like, um, allows their face to be molded by way of heat. Um, and it's really fucked up. I'm, I'm going to try not to be too descriptive, but essentially this one cultist who is in the upper echelons, he, he's, he, he's really twisted. I don't know. Like, like, I don't know my way to describe him, but he always has like one janky eye and he's just, anyway, he, the way he, t- like his, uh, firepower is essentially to mold people's faces into other people's faces. And he uses heat by boiling their blood to move their skin around that's what I was able to infer from what was going on. It's it's really gnarly. I was, I was really, good, but I don't know. The, the way the series portrays violence has been really, it's been very frank. But that was that was a lot. And like, of course, there was a pretty grisly scene after. I'm not going to talk about that though. Um, but anyway, the, the the town is riddled with like bad like bad miscommunication because of fake people plants. Um, there's these two little girl twins. It's fucked up because, like, and they're, it's fucked up because one of the twins was actually, like, a, a, an older small, like, kind of like the older small man in Dr. Stone. <laughs> oh, I saw this. Yes, yes I saw this bit like, specifically. It was fucked up. And, um, you know, the King Arthur Chuni, he's like, that's not a little girl. That's an old man in a cut. And he beats up the little girl. And everyone's like, what the fuck is wrong? You? You're being a little girl. But in, in the end, he turned out he was right. But it was just so grisly. <laughs> Like, why would anyone just, like, all of a sudden, like, if someone just yelled, oh, that's right, a little that's girl, that's an old man pretending to be a little girl. <laughs> like, he would throws, just, it was like, it was, what the fuck? He was just fucked up. But then it turned out he was right, but I don't know if that was the right way to go about it, but that happened. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, was yeah, that the right way shit. to go about things, really? <laughs> anyway, how things resolve is, like, a classic case of, like, there's a showdown. The town is pretty much half in fire again. This, this town is in fire constantly. I am shocked that this community of people are so okay with living this way. <laughs> it's like Promare. They're, like, I don't understand. But anyway, it, re- it resolves itself eventually. Um, and of course, unfortunately, not much progress is made because everyone's just like, I don't know what happened there. We didn't really get any more information about the cult. It's just stupid. It, 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 it like just it just it just lasted on this arc like too long. I also, also personally I did not need to be as many as like four episodes. I think they covered this, but but it resolved and the town like you know is re- is restoring itself the next morning. It's all good, but yeah, like I the, the animation is of course gorgeous. Like gorgeous. Like when it it really shines into action. And what I really like about Fire Force's action is that it's actually not that long. I like how it kind of is in burst, which is kind of cool because it correlates to how fire, you know, like, you know, how fire works, et cetera. Um, but yeah, like the way Fire Force handles or at least causes conflict, it, it does it in very stupid ways. Like it does it in ways that's just like very, very out of touch with how, I mean, it's like, how do these, how are these companies functioning if they keep, like, missing out on very, like, what? Like, okay, the last time there was a big issue, 
it's the same thing. It was literally like someone could have easily said something or could have intervened by simply looking at a specific, like, <laughs> way looking around more carefully, and none of these things would have happened. But, but I don't know. It's, like, actually a nice change of pace that they're focusing on these different characters. But then I think also kind of like Dr. Soda does have an issue where because they establish these many characters, it sometimes does not know how to balance them properly. Like, especially as of the recent episodes, yeah. there definitely has been a more noticeable imbalance with the female characters, I think. Like, we kind of had that one one or two episodes on that. But again, like, I feel like there's such a huge... There has been no focus on Maki so far, a.k.a. the girl with the biceps. There's been no focus on Maki. What are they doing? Yeah, what are they doing? She what can punch are they people. doing? She can punch people. I don't know what they're doing. But other than that, it's, 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 it's compelling. It's still compelling, and I'm looking forward to more what's to come with this whole thing but it was it, it was very drawn out for no reason for the last couple of episodes on something that kind of started off of, off of a silly thing that didn't need to happen i think hey that's shonen for you yeah, shonen. it has not been egregious with fan service which is well, well, a nice a nice streak for that, a nice least. streak but I'm not going to hold... It's so sad we have to be happy about that. It's just, it really <laughs> is least, sad. I didn't recently, think about it until not. you said it. Yeah. But, oh. <laughs> um, uh, buh, 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 this is good. Uh, hmm. You know what is a good anime that I've also seen? Trixie. I'm glad you watched Tanaka-kun is always listless. Yeah. It's good as it's hell. It's really good so far. I haven't finished it yet, but what I've seen is oh, good. Uh, real good. Did you see the mascot episode? Uh, no. That sounds terrifying, but good. Oh, man. Uh, Ta- Tanaka-kun is always listless. It's basically a slice of life about this boy in high school whose main goal in life is just to be as lazy and listless as possible. Even, uh taking things very seriously if it means he can be more lazy and listless uh it's it's like not much goes on but what does go on is pretty like funny and cute honestly uh tanaka's uh main friend is this big guy named oda who carries him around like almost everywhere uh it's it's a really good dynamic uh it is it- it reminds me of, like, uh, uh, the bochi format, honestly, is what I think of when I think of that. Uh, obviously, it's a different subject matter, but it has that same vibe oh, to yeah, me. Oh, yeah, totally. Just, just this like, very loner nice. boy making new friends gradually. It's it's also... I, I wouldn't say it's as kind as bochi, but it's a pretty... That's it's a true. pretty, uh, like, fairly kind and non-mean show. It, it does, it does, like... It makes jokes about some, like, uh, high school, like, worries and anxiety and stuff, but it does it in a way that I think is, like, funny and not mean. Yeah. It's understandable. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, I, God, I already forgot her name, but the, the school idol who's basically popular with everyone, but is just a total, uh, loner by herself, uh, like... They handled that arc uh, in a pretty funny way, I think, and not like, not like digging her for being unfeminine or, or, or yeah. making it so that she has to be like, 
Dead Set popular all the time. It's it's a nice show. Uh, the is. presentation as well is very good, I think. It's... I don't know how to describe it, but at times it almost feels like sitcom-y in its presentation. Like, no laugh tracks, of course, but... Yeah. It's... It's a nice, refreshing change of pace for a slice-of-life anime, I think. Yeah. Um, I recommend it. I think we've considered watching it on this show, like, multiple (laughs) times, uh, and then we've always ended up picking something else, (laughs) but maybe someday. Maybe someday. Can't wait to suggest that on the Uh, Patreon once I stop. (laughs) You can just do that. Yeah, we can just pick one of yours. Like you'll be gone anyways, and you're still picking. Fucking <laughs> I mean, anime. I mean, I, w- I was gonna, I was gonna ask if I, I was gonna bring it up at the end, but you know, uh, I mean, we still have to watch Yushiki. But I think, I think the next anime should just be picked by Trixie, like one last time. That's yeah, you can just pick the next one. Thank yeah. you. I agree. Yep. Uh, Agreed. Yeah. I'll have to put some real effort into thinking that one up then. Or you could just you say... You can either Tanaka's... pick one that, like, you really want. Yeah. <laughs> you could just say that, you know? It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can pick one you want, and, like, like I genuinely love this. This is great. You, ne- you all need to watch it. Or you can pick one that's like, man, fuck this. I'm out of here. You, you have to watch this now. Like, something like, oh, this you... power. It's too big for me. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I guess while I'm here, I'll just also recommend another show oh, yeah. uh, that I've been seeing on my list and think it's good to print a, a new game it's, it's oh yeah it's a cute anime about working on video games and it's it's only cute but that's all it needs to be really it's it's fairly down to earth and grounded and just a good time uh it's not it's not like a serious anime on how video games are made or anything like that but uh it's not like a Shirobako kind of uh, situation, but for video games. But uh, it's it's nice and refreshing. It's my favorite Dogakobo show, I think. It's like one of the wow. only ones they've done that's not like weird or gross. Well, I guess except for Super Senko time, but... <laughs> I don't know, that was kind of weird. <laughs> I guess, but not like awful weird not like that <laughs> i guess that's true like i have to like consider all the other ones that are involved in this right like fucking um uh oh. hey, well no nozaki kun right that's yeah was that that's, that's a, that was dogakoba huh. yeah that's interesting so that one but like yeah like engaged the unidentified uh yuri yuri uh, yuri yuri is also uh really good uh it's really good, but I, there are some yeah. parts to it where it's it like... It makes mm-hmm. it hard to recommend in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I'll support you on this. I've seen I've seen season one of it, I think, and I enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, hmm. How about Irimakun? That's going on now. We're established pretty well into it. How are we all feeling still? I'm still really liking it. Um, yeah, agreed. It's, it's still got yeah. a really fun uh, personality to it, and I am pretty consistently laughing. Um, they they introduced uh, probably uh, like our collective favorite character, Clara. Um, <laughs> she's just this With the like, Crocs. 
Yeah, she's got literal Crocs. Uh, she's just <laughs> extremely excitable, and I feel like I feel like in like almost any other show, she'd be like too annoying. But they set her up just right, and the jokes that they have that involve her are they they work just fine. Like I, I feel like the reason why she works so well is because she's like in the background a lot. So you just kind of look over yeah. and just see that she's doing some stupid shit, and you're just like, all right, that's pretty good. Because if she was just, like, like you, you know, at the beginning they show her, like, barging in and, like, goofing off and doing all this, like, loud stuff. But after they, like, establish her, they're just like, okay, we're just, we, we, like, we, we feel like we understand her enough that she could just run around and do dumb shit. Like one of the best jokes was um, in, I think it was the the newest episode. They introduced this big fucking demon dude who's gigantic, like twice the size of Aruma, like even bigger than Oz and just it's gigantic. And the whole time she just, she's just staring at him like, wow, you're big. You're big. And there's just, like, all these scenes of her, like, trying... She's measuring. Yeah, she just has all this, like, like different measuring equipment. And it's so funny. I just really love how she calls Osmodius Azaz, which is just, like, yeah. this ass. She's calling him ass. ass. Yeah, just ass ass. Hey, ass. hey assy like, over here. And no one's, like, arguing it. He's just taking it. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm I'm really struck by this show because they have my exact two type of men that I like in it, <laughs> uh, which is the very nice, well-meaning boy, uh, Asmodeus. I, I feel for him deeply because he is just too nice, genuinely. Like, he is just, like, going along. He's rolling with the punches and just, like, putting up with it because he's just a nice young man. Uh, and then the, the, the teacher who is being tormented perpetually. Yeah, Jotaro. It's a straight up Jotaro. Yeah. I feel bad for him. I feel really bad for both of these men. It's just like very different. It's fucked, man. Was it the last episode? Where, no, it wasn't the last episode where he imprisoned him. That was episode two. But it's fucked that he can just turn him to a bird whenever he wants. That's like, I feel bad. Mm. Yeah, they're still linked as a familiar and a and a <laughs> by accident. I um. I uh, I, I, I I am saying that like uh, being caught up. I don't like the horny little owl. No, I don't. <laughs> I didn't. And like, I was no. sad when he appeared because I was like, oh, there's no like, there's no horniness in this show so far. Nobody's being like, look up their skirts or anything like that. Like, yes. And then this damn Mineta owl appears. <laughs> like, literally just acting exactly like Mineta from Boku no Hero. And I'm like, fuck. There, there has to be, like, a fucking quota. There has to be. Because there's nothing up until this point. And then they're like, all right, we have to introduce this one dude. And it's like... If you're in Shonen Jump, there's a horny bar you have to fill yeah. up. Like, they have a panel of judges look at your work and be like... Straight up, they have probably. Because, to... like... Yeah, like Dr. Stone with the medicine yeah, thing. Yeah, because he, like, he's in it for, like, not even 30 seconds. Like, he shows up, he, like, tries to give a flower to one of the girls, and she, like, steps on his face, and he's like, I know your exact shoe size, and then that's it. And then, like, they don't bring him up at all for the rest of the time. He doesn't even show up in the background. So, do you think it's, like, the, the they, they send it into the editors, and the editor sends it back and goes, great stuff, but... 
you had this interaction where it was just girls talking. I don't, I don't know. Like, if, if I think, I, I think it's missing a little if, something. If I was there, I would be horny as hell, and I think that that's unrealistic. That there isn't someone who's just <laughs> yeah. grabbing his balls right there. What, what are you doing? It's not real. <laughs> this girl has giant legs. Can you do something with that? You think oh yeah, she's very tall. She is very tall. She is very tall. She reminds me of my girlfriend. <laughs> tall girl. Uh, yeah, they're tall cool. Girls are cool. Yep. Yeah, very also, cool. Also, is her name just uh, X? Like, <laughs> I guess so. Right. I, I was shocked by that because I was expecting it to be like uh, yeah, the long know, demon I, names we got so far. Well, no, like I'm so confused about what X is supposed to mean. Right, in Japan, it, it, it does because they seem to have a different definition every time. They say it's cross. They say it's nothing. Mm. What's the truth? She's mysterious. Anyways, I'm just waiting for this, the student council girl to be introduced because I know I'll love her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she seems cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is this, still this a good show going on. Uh, and this is only a 12-episode one, right? I, I think so. Know. I believe Damn, so. that's going to be a bummer. I want it to keep going like Doctor no, Stone. No, oh, I, feel like I think it it's actually uh, 20 plus episodes. Oh, really? Oh, cool. All yeah. right. Radical. Which makes more that's sense. That's good. Cool. I'm glad to hear that. Um, uh, you know what's pretty good that I finally started watching also uh, is the No Guns Life mm -hmm. show. That was the one we read about where the guy's, his head is yes. a gun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's fucking good. That's what I think. Uh, it's only three episodes in, but uh, the thing that immediately struck me about it is, uh, you know how we complain about pacing for our, our shows yeah. a lot and, like, get frustrated with, like, how long ago? That one just goes. Like, and it really knows what it's doing as it goes. Um, the, the first episode ends on a cliffhanger, and then the second episode just resolves that cliffhanger in the first five minutes and then moves on to the next stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, it just goes. Like, it's great. Like... It, it has separate ideas of what it wants to accomplish in each, like, episode, because it, it was a graphic novel, I believe. Um, and uh, it, it, it's broken up just really well. Uh, I think it has its own overarching story and stuff like that, but uh, it does a good job of separating them into, like, their own unique ideas rather than just an ongoing thing. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, the, the music's great for that show. Uh, I love the opening and ending. Uh, the uh, art style is really cool. There's a really good girl in that show. There's also a couple really bad girls in that show. Uh, the main villain that they've shown so far is just this girl who has like a tiny bikini on, you know, open jumpsuit, etc., etc. Um, but the other girl, uh, Mary's the main character girl. Uh, she's like a doctor, and she's just like doing legit doctor stuff, and she just looks cool. She looks like a, like a, you know when like MCR was doing that thing where they were like, oh, we, we have our post-apocalyptic AU for our new album. Looks yeah. like that. Ooh. <laughs> and I dig it. Uh, the whole thing has a very like, not cyberpunk, but just about cyberpunk vibe. Like it's sort of like noir but it's like with tech involved, but it's all like real analog stuff. Like old cyberpunk, like Blade Runner kind of. Uh... And I really appreciate that. Um, I'm very excited because the opening ends with another man who has a gun for a head coming out to fight 
the man with the gun oh, for shit. a head, and they have the same gun for their heads, and that, like, I'm like, fuck yeah, show me that. I want to see them fight. Uh, so I, I have good. to ask, because I haven't yeah. seen the show, does the guy with the gun for a head, just, how does he shoot that gun, if he has? He doesn't. Oh, oh well, he hasn't yet, at least. Uh, they, they did say, like, he doesn't trust anyone to pull the trigger. Ooh. Uh, but oh. he does he does have this really cool thing that I like, which is his hands have the little revolver uh, barrels, both of them, and he, like, opens them up and spins them really fast and then locks them in and then just does, like, a buster punch on things. Oh, that's Fuck good. Yes. And it's... It's really good. And, like, sometimes, like, his shirt, like, rips off in the back to, like, vent heat out. Like a... Uh, it's... Huh. That's, it's really that's cool. good design right there. <laughs> it, the whole thing has like just really good design. Like I, I really, I really recommend it. Like I cannot recommend it enough. I've really been enjoying like every second of it. There was like one trans joke that I think they're gonna bring back at some point because yeah. I've noticed this. Every single like Jap like this is a very clearly Western inspired work. Um, every single time there is a Western inspired work, they make the same fucking trans joke. Every single time. It's, like, mind-blowing to me. Like, Cowboy Bebop did it. Um, the uh, the Copcraft show did it. Like, I don't know what it is about, like, trying to make, like, this, like, pseudo, like, dipping into noir stuff that means, like, we have to make this joke. <laughs> like, I don't understand. It's the same one, too, which is... It's the same one! <sighs> but, yeah, like, it's not that bad. It might get, like, bad later on, because the... That woman is in the opening, but uh, yeah, I, I'm really into it overall. It's I think it's it's a lot of fun, uh, but it is one of the things that is only on Funimation this season, womp, womp. which is sure's a lot of that, huh? I've noticed this season in particular, Funny really has gone a lot of shows. Like yeah. they have FGO as an exclusive for a week as well each week. Yeah. It's not even a week, right? It's like a, they will they have it for a month and then it will be. Oh really? Damn. Going wasn't it? I think that's what it was. I think like after a month they'll start uploading it weekly. Oh, that's yeah. It's quite the exclusivity deal there. It I know really Bowser is. Lane uh, is funny exclusive. It sucks, man. Like, I'm sad. You know, I saw something from that Azure Lane anime, and I'm just gonna say I'm shocked they're allowed to put the things I put in that show I, on the air. Frankly, I am. I like. I didn't put it on this uh, docs because like that show barely keeps my attention each week. But like, it's <laughs> the fan service in that. Like Azure Lane's a horny mobage, like for sure. But the yeah. anime just like wants to keep that horny train going. Like really, it's bonkers. Like yeah, like. They have quite a number of ways to to do the fan service as well. Like they're really innovating on that front, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's not just they have their boobs bouncing around. They really, uh, they really do some stuff in that show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Grim. Um. <laughs> John, want to do your Pokemon minute? Ah! <laughs> oh no. I guess so. So, oh okay. <laughs> we are only one episode away from this season being over. Um, we so we got the third to last and or yeah, the third to last and second to last episodes. Um, 
the the third to last episode was just like okay Kakui, it's almost out of Pokemon, but then Tapu Koko shows up and Tapu Koko is like I like I want to fight Ash. I want to do the final fight here, and so it's just the fight. It's just Tapu Koko takes out Ash's Nagandal like really quickly, and then Pikachu comes out, and they finally use the right Z move. Because Ash has been having this fucking Pikachu Z-move for, like, a million years. Um, and it's just like, what the fuck? Why is he only just now using it? But anyway, yeah, so they they use the Z-move, and Tapakoko uses the Z-move, which, I that Z-move is fucking cool. I don't know if you remember the, the um... I... Oh, yeah, they make the big yeah, man, right? Yeah, they just have, like, a big fucking, like, golem, and they put themselves on top as as its head, and then it just does a big punch, and it whips ass. But then fucking Pikachu somehow breaks through it, so Pikachu wins, Ash beats Tapakoko and beats Kakui, and so it's just like, okay, you're really gonna have him go somewhere else, like, really gonna keep following this fucking character, I don't know what they're doing. Um... So then the next episode is them, like, really quickly trying to wrap things up. They're like, okay, we're going to check in with everybody. Sophocles is like, I want to be an astronaut. I'm going to go to Hoenn, and I'm going to go to the fucking space station. And, uh, like, you know, everyone's just like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And Lily's like, I got to wake up Magirna, because I think whoever's writing this show forgot. Oh, fuck. Lily has a Magirna supposed to wake it up. (laughs) Shit. Maybe if the Magirna woke up, Lily wouldn't have lost her fucking match, and then maybe something interesting would have happened in this show, but whatever. God um, forbid. Yeah, God forbid. So then Ash is just, like, sleeping, and he wakes up, and he's like, I know what I gotta do. I know what I gotta do. I gotta travel around the world. And it's like, they're, tr- <laughs> they're, they're treating it like he hasn't before? Yeah, no, he's never been anywhere else. When he's been to all these places, like, I don't know. like What's if- Sinnoh? Like, if they if they had introduced this as, like, oh, he's got to go to Galar so he can learn about a new place, that'd be one thing. But he's like, I'm going to go back to Pallet Town, and then I'm going to go go back around the world. That's what I'm doing. Like, he's been to these places. Like, what's the fucking problem? So, yeah, so in, in the teaser for the next episode, though, the one slightly interesting thing, I don't know if it's going to actually mean anything. I, I bet it won't. But they show Ash, like, you know, getting ready to leave, and it's all sad. But they actually also show Lily leaving on a boat with her family. And I don't know if that's just them kind of, like, leaning, like, lining up with what happens in the game. Because in the game, they kind of, they're like, Lily's like, oh, my mom's in a fucking coma now. And, like, you know, I, she's a piece of shit, but she's family, and I want to see if I can help her. And... There's that, but in this, she's just, like, leaving on the boat with everybody, and they're all, they're not in a coma or anything. I, I don't know. I, I, it would be nice if maybe, just maybe, there was a concurrent thing with with Lily, like, trying to learn about Magirna. That would be nice. But they're not going to do that, because they fucking suck. I don't know. We'll see, I guess. We'll see. I hope that I I just want to say they released those first episodes for the next series, the 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 they the the images of it the first episode looks pretty incredible to me. 
That's all I'm going to say. You're just saying that because Pichu's in it. Pichu's there and gets to ride in Kangaskhan's pouch with the baby Kangaskhan. Look, I'm and pretty excited. And they made exci- Pichu I- really small. I'm pretty excited because Kangaskhan's there because Kangaskhan's my favorite Pokemon. But Damn, Pichu's um, there too. Pichu is there too. See, we, both got, we got a, both of yeah. our favorite Pokemon in there. I might watch it. Yeah. It's good as hell. Well, we'll we'll see, we'll see. But yeah, I, I don't know how long the break is going to be. I think it's like a month or something. So you all won't have to hear about Pokemon for a little bit. Woo! No more <laughs> Pokemon minute for like a week or two for for an episode or two. Oh, yeah. probably just one. Episode. Yeah, probably just one. <laughs> um, all right then, uh, John. Do you want to do the questions now? Sure thing. If you want to send in a question, go to videogamechoochoo.tumblr.com slash ask. Anonymous asks, Is it bad to have a lot of my favorite anime that aren't particularly well... Or, no, I'm sorry. Is it bad that a lot of my favorite anime aren't particularly well-known or have mediocre my anime list scores? Two of my favorites are Mysteria Friends and After School Dice Club. I know both shows aren't perfect or the most original things in the world, but I still really love them a lot. And I can't help but feel just a little bad that I enjoy shows that are both currently rated a 6 on my anime list, which isn't an awful rating, but still. You know what? Uh, more power to you. Yeah, here's what I'm going to say. My anime list people who, like, rate stuff, they're off their shit, like, yeah. constantly. Also they that. just say everything is, like, a 6. And I don't... Like, I was looking at, like... Um, oh, th- this reminds me. I wanted to say beforehand, I finally found a damn an- Annie list app. There's an app for it. Oh, shit. They released it. It's in early access now. It is the best thing that has happened to me. This Here, pay me advertising for this, Annie List. Uh, <laughs> but, like, it's legit good. Like, it works arguably better than the website. Um, but, yeah, uh, I was looking at that, and, like, every single show this season is just 67% or something like that. And it's just, like, guy. <laughs> This season hasn't been, like, too hot so far, admittedly. That's true, but, like, when I see, like, some, like, Komodo Michis, like, at 67, I'm like, really? Yeah, that's surprising. I would expect at least, like, a 75 or something. I feel like Mel, in particular, is even worse about, like, polarizing scores, because it's either under 6 or, like, above eight like way above eight yeah there's no sevens right it's just all that and if it's if there's sevens they're like high sevens too which is still there's like no middle ground on that side at least annie list has like variants that's true yeah no you shouldn't feel bad that's what i say listen i'm the ff13 liker so i know your pain one of my favorite shows of all time has like a five point something rating on mouth so you're good Damn, those people are animals. Yeah, don't worry too much about it. Like, as long as you're not into shit that's like... I mean, you know, just be healthy about what you like, obviously. Like, even if you're into shit that is quote-unquote problematic, as long as you're, like, normal and you understand yeah. what's going on, like, it's fine. You're fine. You know, it's just... You're fine! Well, listen, John, that shit doesn't have a low my anime list score, though. That shit word. has, like, a nine. <laughs> yeah, word. So that proves the point that numbers sometimes don't matter <laughs> yeah. again numbers are stupid ga- bitch well again this is gauge again this is again reviews and like quantify reviews exist for a reason for your reference and yeah. at the end of the day it's about your experience with it you know it's just a preview of someone else's opinion 
Yeah, aggregates are bad. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I will we all hate Metacritic. So. There's, uh, you can get enjoyment and value out of bad or trashy shows as well. That's also valid. Uh, I'm, I mean, not every uh, anime you like has to be high art. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? There needs to be different scales, I feel like, because, like, there is, like, a, a different enjoyment from, like, a trashy anime, right? As opposed to, like, something, like, you know, that's, like, very artistic and beautiful. Yeah, like, my favorite uh, rating scale is how Annie List has, like, the smiley face rating yeah. scale. Yeah. That's, like, good shit. That's, that's, that's good as hell. Because, like, I'm thinking, like, sort of online, based on my enjoyment of laughing at Kirito... I would rate it like as like an eight, right? Like I just like <laughs> laughing at that man brings me great joy. But I don't think it's an eight, you know. Like if we like want to get like systematic about it and like evaluating all the aspects of the show, <laughs> but I would give it an eight because he's a funny man. <laughs> and that, I just think that we need a more diverse set of tools to properly convey this stuff. Because uh, I totally get people not wanting to read 70 reviews of something to fully like, yeah. comprehend the general consensus of it. Uh, yeah, that smiley face stuff is, is, is good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, you need like an irony face. That's what we need. Like, like, <laughs> a, oh, like oh, I like it. You know, like, like something irony. like that. But for the wrong reasons. It's right. like like a like a wavering thumbs up. That's what you need. Like it's just like it's like a gif, like going back and forth. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mighty Mighty Bostones asks, "You get isekai after your death. What ironic thing do you get turned into in your second fantasy life?" Ironic. Huh? Ironic. Oh. A hippo, because I always go on rants about how hippos are godless monstrosities. You ever see those things do shit? They're horrifying. They are horrifying. They're yeah, not good, they're scared. They don't feel remorse. They they, they kill for they fun. Do, they they have killed people. Yeah, they actually do kill and people. That's the worst part. Fucked I've up. said this before. Like you know, lions kill things. They have killed people, but a lion's generally doing it for like meat, right? Like it's doing it to yeah. like survive. Hippos do it yeah, for and sport. Then, yeah, and if you're crossing a lion's path, like, why are you there? Yeah. Right? Usually, hippos, it's like, they if you live in. in places, yeah, if you live in places where there's a river, or like, like, they're in places where you, you can probably not avoid, like, again, places where there's like a river, or some sort of freshwater system. People can just be casually boating down, they're not doing anything, but they need to go somewhere. A fucking hippo can just ambush you. Fuck that. Like, I was reading Egyptian history, and, like, hippos would just decide that a village is now their home and just, like, kill all the people there. It's fucked. Like, (laughs) absolutely. I think they're one of the, yeah, I think they're one of the death deities. Is that correct, I believe? Yes, yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, they're one of the, I forgot the name of it. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, anyway, there's a reason why. They're fucked. (laughs) They killed (laughs) I'm grateful every day that that dude's plan in, like, the 1800s to introduce hippos into the swamps of Southern America, like, not South America, (laughs) Southern, like, North, like, the South. Yeah. They were like, we're gonna introduce hippos so that you can get hippo meat easily, and it'll be fun, and everyone's like, what the fuck are you talking like i think the south wouldn't exist if they had done that like the hippos would have won well yeah it would just be all swamp sunken in like like, wait so hippo meat like i don't think even hippo meat doesn't even sound good no it doesn't like it's probably just meat 
But they're like in waters. I don't know. Think how much I, effort I you'd have to put in because their hides are thick too. Like it's right. Like right. They kill oh. gators for fun. Like <laughs> the gators don't deserve they, it. They don't deserve it. <laughs> Sicko. So yeah, I'd be forced to be a hippo, and I'd have to reflect <laughs> on my actions. You're forced to be a murderer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think I just get reincarnated as myself again because God is a cruel mistress. Oh. <laughs> That's the true irony of uh, DNA psychiatry. Yeah, if you just got no powers or anything, it's just like, yep, you're here in elf world, but so like, so like Subaru from ReZero, but literally <laughs> no powers. Literally nothing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would be me, except I would be tasked with talking to girls in order to do what I have to do. <laughs> well, you do that right now. <laughs> you're doing that like right now, the second. Can I podcast in another world? (laughs) Oh, we've talked about that. That was like one of the first things we talked about on this dang podcast, remember? God. We talked about how there should be an isekai where they like interview like the people and do a podcast with them. That would be good still. Where is that? (laughs) Oh, we were on it. So I, I have... Yeah, I dropped Ascendance of a Bookworm because it's just not, you know, I'm not saying it's a bad show, but it's just something that I think is really too, I feel like I know what's going to happen, yeah. you know. So she, like, I, I feel like that's my best case scenario, again, where I feel like if I am sent to a world where I'm deprived of some of the things that I'm already so comfortable by, that's already kind of horrifying. But okay, my serious answer, though, is I really love birds, but if I were to become a bird, I think the idea of having no hands is fucked up. Like how I don't I don't understand like how do birds I don't ha- how do birds? That's my question. <laughs> how do birds? I really love birds, but if I were a bird, I would not enjoy it. I, I know this for a fact. I do not want to do things with my mouth. That'd be strange. That'd be very strange. <laughs> I do not like it. You do weird things with your mouth anyway. It's fine. <laughs> don't you know, I Real quick, that is sense of bookworm show. That's the most fucked up thing that I was to keep thinking about every time I've watched an episode because of it. She got isekai into a girl who already existed. <laughs> yeah, like, I know. And she replaced her. Like, what happened mm-hmm. to that girl? Well, people keep saying the girl was dying. The previous That's girl. That's fucked, though. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's still bad. <laughs> I mean, there's probably, like, a side uh, plot about how that girl got isekai into uh, the other girl's work yeah. in our time. That's a spinoff, and she there's hates There's an endless books. cycle. <laughs> she fucking hates There's an books. endless cycle of these souls being displaced because of isekai. It's what fucked up. The isekai gods are merciless. Oh my god, bastards. <laughs> All right. uh, Wheel sent in an opinion. Let's read that real quick. Oh, word. Uh, opinion started and got caught up with Kimono Michi and No Gun's Life since the last pod, and I'm thoroughly enjoying both. It's good. The Kimono Michi ending, where it's just the dog in CG walking in front of some backgrounds, is funny, but also has me thinking about how many low-budget EDs there are this season. That is true. I ha- I made Wheels watch the one I told you guys about from the Overcautious Hero one, where it's the bad one, and he was like, my god. So... <laughs> I also really like the narrative around the No Guns Life protagonist having a gun for a head, but not firing it once in the three episodes that are currently out. <laughs> That's true. I, they have, like, lore in that show about, like, why people had guns for heads, and they call them, like, gun slaves or something, and, like, there was, like, a war. And they there's extendeds are, like, augmented people, 
right? And then he's an overextended because he went too far. And I'm like, Damn. cool. It's cool as hell. Uh, and Will's also sent in a question. Uh, let's see here. What show, anime merch, and episode of the Chuchigatari podcast would you put in a rocket to space to teach aliens about anime? Hmm. It would have to be one of the episodes where we go over this next season's anime, I feel like. That would really paint a picture in their minds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, um, just this, just a recording of this. Yeah. So maybe that last one we did, or the, the like two episodes ago, is that the one we went over the season stuff? Like that yeah. one, that one would be a good one because yeah. you really get the full like gauntlet of <laughs> yeah the bullshit that is out there. So what one show? Okay, so here's the question though: We would would we be teaching? Okay, so because of Chuchigatri, we we have the supplemental material that explains anime. That's true. So. If we're going to teach aliens about anime, not necessarily show them the best anime, just, like, give them an example, which one would that be? Lucky Star. <laughs> okay. Sure, why not okay. Lucky Star? Yeah, okay. Might as well. And then for the merch, I think we just send them, like, the the first, like, Neko Arc Nendoroid. Just the original Nendoroid. Just be like, this is it, yeah. baby. This, this is, is what, what we like. About. Yeah. <laughs> Sure, why not? Mm-hmm. Ancient merch. Yeah, I'm trying to think of more fucked up merch, and I can't think of any. That's, there's some well, fucked up shit out there. The like a very good, oh, a, a very good opai. Oh shirt. yeah, that's true. Get them. But we, well, what character would be on it? That's that's a thing. Hmm. And it has to be the boobs one, not the butt one. The not butt the one's butt like butt a divergence. One. Like we gotta either. go with a classic, the boob one. <laughs> hmm. I don't know what character though difficult there's so many choices that's like i was gonna say like a joke one but like you know not you even a joke properly one. represent this to the aliens yeah. like <laughs> one of the kill a kill ones probably yeah just like satsuki yeah because then they'd understand the whole mean girl thing going on that people like exactly exactly oh yeah the eyebrows too yeah oh yeah she fulfills like a lot of like questions in a way right yeah <laughs> she does uh, okay, I think this is like another opinion here. Uh, another opinion from Anonymous. Uh, I know that Fate goes very horny, but where it seeps into Babylonia has been somewhat off-putting and uncomfortable. I enjoy the gravitas of the fight scenes, but I think I would prefer them if there was far less butt shots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Poor, poor Mash. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, in a similar vein, seeing some of the characters in the normal outfits gives a different vibe when they're more than a static image. While I initially liked Ishtar's outfit, I find myself souring on it as she continues to show up. Yeah, Ushiwakamaru's outfit is just, it really is just, keeps on She's going. She's like, cool, but also she needs a shirt, maybe. I can, yeah. I, I just, I can't stop thinking about just Yeah, just, like, how much does that hurt? Her poor her poor nipples, like they're honestly, gone now. Yeah, just, she's lost them. Now. She can fit into anime. <laughs> Sandpapered off. Yeah, that like, poor girl. Think every time she gets summoned again, they, she has to go through the process again. Um, the thing that gets me about Ushiwakamaru's design isn't even that; it's the fact that she's just wearing like blue panties. 
just like with the rest of that outfit going on like it's not even color coded not even color coded it's a disaster i i agree with the butt shot thing though it's like crazy they're, they're going like way too far they really f- just find excuses to show ass in that show i i want them to stop showing Anna's like altogether <laughs> they do it a lot yeah jaguar man didn't get any though so I just can't that. wait until they show us Taiga in the Yakuza suit, though. That's gonna... It's gonna be the best shit ever. <laughs> oh. Alright, uh, let's see here. One more. Uh, okay. Remember, if you want to send in a question, it's video game choo-choo.tombo.com slash ask. Uh, Anonymous asks, In Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, do you think the Golden Egg Witch is actually that good? Could it stand up to the grilled cheese Chumley was constantly making? Does does anyone Fuck else is a golden here egg witch? What what is what what was this question? This sounded like a recipe. Okay, so in this, Yugi- this sounded like food. All right, so in Yu-Gi-Oh GX, <laughs> they have, I, I guess I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. It's like in the show they you know they go to lunch and I think they have some kind of like I, I don't remember if it's like a raffle or if they just. There's just, like, a big pile of sandwiches, and then you dig through them to try to find, like, and you just, whichever one you get, you have to eat it. And the one that everyone wants is just this golden egg sandwich, the golden egg witch. And there's an entire episode about them trying to find it. And then there's also a dude that's, like, Tarzan in the in the forest for some reason. That, that show is fucking stupid. Um... But yeah, and then the, the, the dude that looks like a koala is always talking about grilled cheese sandwiches. Because um, the entire joke is that because he, he's, he, he's, he's large, so he loves to eat. And then also he says the word licious a lot, like as in delicious. But he's like, bro, that's that's licious. And it's 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 fucking bad. It's it's bad. The show is great though. That is a, that is a funny ass show. I would absolutely recommend to watch it. But also don't don't watch it if you're expecting something like just like legitimately good. Just watch it if you just want to watch something dumb. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I I am not one for egg sandwiches. Um, really, I like, I like eggs, but I feel like if you put egg on bread. There's just this, like, it, it's, like, like, egg is, like, inherently kind of a mealy thing, and then you just add bread into that, and it just, like, it's, 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 like, putting It's a lot of carbs. Your, yeah, and it's, like, putting, it's, like, putting sand in your mouth. Yeah, egg sandwiches have to be a real delicate balance between, like, being fulfilling and, like, actually not overloading your mouth with, like, sandy, sort of, I don't know. I, I totally agree with that sentiment. Yeah. I, see, I'm I. What I always do is I make toast. I, see, I like egg sandwiches. First of all, I will say this, but I also I, I take toast and I always have a, like a runny yolk in my egg, and then I just like oh, I dip the toast in the yolk. It's good. That sounds I, good. Yeah, so. I like yeah, I like breakfast egg sandwiches, but not I think the oh, one you're right. talking yeah, about where it's sure. like boiled eggs yeah. cut in this. Yeah, that's is that what you're fair. talking about? Yeah, yeah, that's a little. Yeah, if, like, it, yeah, if yeah, it's I, like boiled yeah, it's or scrambled weird. egg, that's usually not great. But like, if you just if it's like a if it's like a an over easy or you know just like a mm-hmm. fried egg, that's that's more but reasonable. A little, yeah, with some ham. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what I was. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Breakfast ones are great. I actually think uh, using scrambled eggs for egg sandwiches is one of the only ways to make that go down well. Yeah. That's 
my take. I mean, yeah, that's most like the patties or whatever that they do with establishments. Oh, it's I can't stand well, those. Those no, are fucking clean. future. The fucking egg. No, discs. that's what I mean. Listen, those are bad. <laughs> yes, I'm just saying. The cream, the, it's like egg had a card. They're that's like <laughs> scrambled eggs. Uh, scrambled eggs make it better because they have more going on. Yeah, exactly. You can't just like make a patty out of eggs. That's delinquent. <laughs> Tell that to the Mickey D's. <laughs> Absolutely delinquent, Mickey D's. I mean, yeah. It is, but, though. You know. But yeah, that's that should be it this time. All right. Well, Trixie, this is your moment. You can say anything oh, you want. Anything. Yeah, is, is, is there anything you want to say to the VGCC community? I mean, th- thank you all for listening for all this time. It was, uh, it was a blast being on here and interacting with all these cool people, hearing all these cool... Uh, opinions and just shooting like this shit it's like i've watched a lot of great stuff uh through here i've made good friends i've uh i love the community a lot uh it's been an honor really uh glad to be part of this podcast you three are the bomb you're the bomb i'm going to miss you very much because i love your input on things and just also you will just watch shit like i do like you'll just watch it and that's not discounting either of you two either john or lv i'm just (laughs) saying trixie like really would go into the depths like me and i really appreciated that no yeah your commitment that you have like portrayed and like like showed off so far it's really it's great. It's really respectful mm-hmm. and honorable. Someone's got to watch all really those uh, bad OVA uh-huh. shows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Damn, yeah. it's true. And uh, and as as the the guy in charge for Chooch, I will just say, yeah, you've, you you're great. You you've, you're wonderful in everything that you've been on. Um, you absolutely always have a seat here or on yeah. the Chooch podcast or whatever, whenever you want. Um, and, uh, we're, we're very happy to have met you through here and worked with you. Aww. You, you, you're wonderful, Trixie. Thank you so much. You Thank are. You. I'll, Thank I'll you. still gonna be hanging out in the gamezone.zone, uh, <laughs> very course. cool, uh, server. Lots of cool people there. Check it out. Yeah. I will give one final anime rec, uh, before I go. Uh, and I may have... Uh, given this as a rec before on the show. Uh, mm. I'm almost sure I have, but regardless, I will say uh, Bakano is an amazing uh, show. Uh, lots of good uh, action, lots of good uh, character writing, both funny and dramatic, uh, told in a chronological order, which is my shit. Uh, as should be for everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just... It's a blast. It's really good. Uh, one of my used to be my favorite anime of all time. Uh, it's I'd highly recommend it uh, for people looking uh, to get into some nice action stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope that you will continue to write in recommendations even further down the line if you watch anything because I trust your taste oh, deeply. Absolutely. Uh, which is reminding me I need to watch more Monogatari. Oh, um, yeah. God damn. I'm, I'm almost on a Wari Monogatari. I just got to do it. I just got to do it. I believe uh, in you. Thank you. And I believe in you with all your future endeavors. Thank you. All right. The usual spiel.
Uh, if you donate $3 to patreon.com slash VGCC, you get access to this and all our other stuff like Starlight Car or whatever uh, a week early. Um, if you want to send in opinions like John said at the beginning, it's uh, tumblr.com slash video game choo-choo, right? Videogamechoochoo.tumblr.com slash ask. That's where it goes. Um, and uh, yeah, send an opinion. You could just fucking say anything and we'll probably read it, really. Like, within reason. I mean, if you're going to say something about, like, Kandagawa Jet Girls or whatever it's called, like, we <laughs> might not. But... I mean, we might want to hear that if it's just like... We might want to hear it anyway. I don't but, know. Yeah. Just say yeah. whatever. We'll filter it. It's fine. It will, Hearing yeah, opinions fine. from people is, like, honestly, such a blast. Like, mm-hmm. I love knowing yeah. what people think about shit, even if I've never Me watched too. it myself. Yeah. 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 I would like to know any rebuttals to my... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bring it on, guys. <laughs> you don't know <laughs> shit. Yeah. Elvie, if you actually paid attention, you'd understand the reasons her breasts went everywhere. It's because of a disease she contracted when she was a child. You s- n- listen. Oh, you see, they call the, it cow disease. The directions that her boobs flopped around actually indicate the 17 uh, different steps that it takes to... It's Morse code. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a plea for help. <laughs> when their water yeah, those girls explode, are gonna have... it's actually a subtle retelling of Dante's Inferno. <laughs> <laughs> those girls are gonna have back problems. That's my oh, opinion. absolutely. <laughs> those poor those poor, poor girls. girls. They won't be jet skiing forever. They didn't ask for this existence. <laughs> yeah, imagine how this. they're gonna be jet skiers and they won't even get that far because they're actually that is my out. isekai answer oh, to yeah. be. To be isekai'd into a fan service show. Oh, that would. I would. I. I. No matter what archetype I will possibly be, I am. It's. It's bad either way. I do not want this life. Uh, I can't. Yeah, there's. Yeah, I was just gonna say I can't tell who has it worse—the Jetski girls or the girls from that one show where they just have to slam their butts into each other. Uh, Oh, okay, Joe. Yeah. I think that one done was. That one was done with like awareness, I think. Yeah, at some point. it yeah. had it had intent. Uh-huh. That's fair. I think that's why a lot of people liked it too, because I think it was purposeful. I think they knew what they were getting into. I think those girls is the thing. Like they're making mm-hmm. their decision to be involved in that sport, whereas <laughs> these je- like there's nothing in the jet ski rule book that says, by the way, make sure your titties are on point. Okay, just <laughs> letting you know. Like, <laughs> double D or higher only. Like. <laughs> yeah. The, the jet skis won't even start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's start. a yeah. There's a measuring. <laughs> you have to you have to slot it's your bo- you have to slot your boobs into a. Uh, oh, God, that, that's God. a that's a missed thing that they could have. Yeah, they could have thrown in. that they in. Did. You're right. Missed opportunity. <laughs> that's exactly what I'd call that. <laughs> the jet skis just like scanning boobs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. God. That's that's it. That's the end of the podcast. There's nothing else I can say. Uh, I hope everyone has a good night. Happy Halloween! <laughs> <laughs>